has to happen. Has to happen. Oh, Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. <laughs> I danced it out and everything, man. I'm talking about the spring fling. If you were that spring fling, I'll fall more Gotta see that. Yes. <laughs> okay, on that note, let's get started then. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Andy. Hey, now. And George. Let it bounce. all right this is episode 236 sim life okay george George life (laughs) george life yeah (laughs) the baby got back life (laughs) all right let's go uh let's go check with everyone's week first uh so who wants to go i can go if we're following the same rules as last week Mm. I, i can go I did not fly. I did not do anything. I. You just I, sat in your house all day. Did nothing. I. I, I am. I did not. I did not fly. I did not try. I, um. I was trying to get like Dr. Seuss, but I'm no good yeah, at that. Yeah. I'm not Gray Eagle Junior. Uh. Mm-hmm. But no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to fly because I was working, working, working. I worked Friday. Oh, on call. I worked yeah. Friday. I was on call. Yeah, but I worked Friday, six o'clock in the morning. I was at this site trying to upload firmware till noon. Then I had to drive to Newark, and we wound up working till about 9.30 at night. And then I had oh, to get wow. up at 7 a.m. the next morning, Saturday morning, to go back to Newark and complete what we were doing. They were cutting power over to uh, and ripping out a giant transformer. So there's, there was issues with the doors and uh, cameras and stuff. They wanted it all back online. Uh, but, it, you know, it came out okay, and... We we did the job. It's just a very long couple of days. So Sunday, I was just like wiped out. I wasn't really doing much on Sunday. Uh, just you know the stuff I should have done over the weekend, like cut the grass and that kind of stuff. Just home stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say sorry to the listeners for last week's episode. I don't know if anybody noticed. Nobody really got on me about it. Uh, but my audio, I have. I still use this old Line Six Gearbox software that I've had. Man, 15 years now? I, I don't know. It's on a CD somewhere. So if I ever get rid of this computer, I'm never going to be able to load the software up. But it's what I used to use to record guitar. And it's got like a USB breakout device that I can plug guitar or microphone into. And okay. somehow my preset got changed to a different vocal preset, which I don't know how that happened, but that's what it <laughs> sounds like. And yeah. uh, I didn't notice until the end end of the show when we got done recording i went to shut it off and i'm like oh crap that changed and mm. didn't realize how different it was it, it didn't sound too different i was able to clean it up a little bit but i was kind of more in the treble range uh than normal so sorry about that if anybody listens on headphones and got freaked out <laughs> what else did i do i worked on my uh r2 project man i got those mm-hmm. those dome lights going which I was really at first when I was looking at how many LEDs and I got I got to do a count on them because it's like uh, rows of you know there's five rows but uh, geez there must be fifty on each board and then maybe the other board the backboard has got to be I'm just guessing maybe two hundred maybe three hundred on the backboard so 
altogether, maybe I soldered about 400 LEDs in the last week. And it, it didn't really go as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be very daunting. But once I was able to get a game plan, it actually went together really quick. And the Arduino programming, man, I tell you, dude, just to be a kid from the 70s who, you know, knew transistors and stuff like that. And now to see basically a working compu- computer on a postage stamp and doing all this crazy stuff, it's amazing, man. It really is amazing. It is. And and the add-on that I'm getting ready to build next once I get all the parts is uh, another custom board that somebody's made that does all the or the majority of the servos for all the doors and stuff like that. But it also ties into what I built to where if you run certain algorithms and it does different things, those lights will interact differently. Uh, some some display like a bar graph if it's playing music and it'll say different things. It's really amazing, man, that how one thing builds off of another. It's a very cool project, man. So I'm getting more into that. I'm getting more into like putting things together um, for the R2 and getting it together. And I'm gluing a lot of stuff like permanently that I just had kind of set up, you know, which is coming along good. And I fixed the Oxy 3. Um, in the midst of all that stuff kind of brushed off the table and had some parts come in from oxy and put that back together man and i can it's funny how i don't know if i i think i did talk about this on the show or maybe it was simon one night with the gang how crumbly and just disintegrated some of the the bearings were on the oxy three and it was still flying yeah uh, pretty good but mm-hmm. man tail bearings were shot like the bearings in the main shaft definitely shot uh, and i busted up a couple of things that i normally don't break so i kind of replaced those but it's um i'm getting to the point though where i'm actually thinking about bundling everything i have together maybe selling it uh just posting it up there because i i have a lot of like spare parts i have almost three complete oxys oxy threes you know the 285 the 255 i don't know know, man because i i want to you know i fix it i fly i smash it i fix it i mean it's fun but i'm really enjoying the oxy 5 the 500s and larger you know size so that's Mm -hmm. all i've been up to man uh just working like an idiot and uh that's it who's next i can go go man well like you i've done a little bit of yard work it's been so dry here that we haven't had much of a rain and we had two or three storms come through and basically had to go out there and mow the weeds but uh i almost thought that i didn't fly anything but i've flown one helicopter nice in like two weeks but that's it i've just been so busy trying to work finish up some of these projects before the Dalton show, if we have it, but um, I got that AH6I, the you know the kind of the desert tan. Um, yeah, tan yeah. I got it pretty much finished. A few more little detail things, maybe some more airbrush and, and stuff on it. But uh, you've seen the pictures I posted of the the PBR uh, Vietnam riverboat. Hmm? I've been yes. working on. Yeah, I found that plastic hole and and um 
it's of a kit. I forget the guy's name. I'll I'll try to post up some images that's got all that information. But they were sold at a, a big GI Joe Hasbro um, Mattel convention back in about 1970, I think it was. Oh wow! I'll have to post it up. I can't remember the details, but I found it on eBay and bought it. And I thought, well, I'm gonna find a a water jet drive that'll work and I found one on Thingiverse that was free and really robust looking so got it working it it works good and I actually found a, um, a a whole 3D model for like $18 on on uh, on the internet and oh, wow. um, it's very detailed and I'll probably print the whole thing out eventually in a really big scale I'm talking maybe about a 5 foot version Oof. but uh, this one's I think 44 inches long and um what i'm doing is like the cockpit area you know the pilot stand i guess you'd say mm-hmm. and all of the decking guns uh, like where the engine compartments are on the 3d printed model they open up and you've got 3d printed engines down in there if you want to use them but i'm just going to put the electronics on one side in a waterproof box and the, the batteries on the other and, but, you know, I'm just scaling these parts out from that model for this uh, old plastic one. And it really works good. I put it in a little kiddie pool out here and tested it out. And uh, blew water all over me and everything around me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, George, have we talked to you since you took that, that plug down to Dalton? Did we talk to you about that last week? Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it that thing was huge, right? How was yeah. that? How was that coming out? Uh, good. I've got the uh, sponsons printed out now, and the rest of the top part, you know, what they call the, oh, the okay. or the engine covers, and I've got to get that down to Daryl, but he's going to be up at uh, the Nats, so um, I'll probably have to wait a few weeks. But, okay. Uh, yeah, he was really tickled with how how it came out, and thinks it's just going to be uh, a major time saving, taking mm-hmm. it from a, basically a big styrofoam chunk and carving it. Now we just print it out and do a little filling work, primer work on it, and put what panel lines we want in it. You don't want a whole lot because it just makes the makes the molds harder to pull the parts out of. Right, I but, was uh, I was curious to like how far along with that process you are, but I didn't realize you were actually printing out more stuff for it. Yeah, once we get all the pieces, you get a game plan about how we want to split it up and mold it because you'll it'll be like several different sections. <clears throat> but starting with, <clears throat> excuse me, starting with one one large piece like that and having it slicked up, you know everything's going to fit perfectly, no right. matter how break it up you know the tail's going to match perfectly with the fuselage and, and uh, it's really neat the way daryl does stuff like that cool Got nice. a really good system to it so i'll uh, i'll be sure to take pictures and, and all that basically just dropped it off he has so much stuff going right now getting about two or three different helicopters ready to take take to muncie so i would say it'll probably be mid-month before we uh, get to do anything to it but that's okay we're you know 
probably six, seven months ahead schedule if mm-hmm. we just started from scratch when I started printing it. Oh, yeah. Right. And just, uh, I've been real busy at work. I just basically run over here and look at the printer every once in a while in between meetings and uh, just watch this stuff print out. I got both of them chugging along. Uh, I guess you guys have seen my camera. I have. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's good. If, I, if I'm away, I want to just check and see if something, if I've started a new print and just not sure, you know, how it's going to work. First few layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. And I guess that's probably about it. Do you want to go, Andy? Um, yeah, sure. Speaking yeah. of 3D printers, mm-hmm. I finally got mine last week. All right, man. Welcome to the club. Yeah, it only <laughs> took three weeks. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been playing around with that. Um, it's uh, seems really good for the money, especially. So, Andy, you're possibly one of the very few who actually have been frustrated by your 3D printer before you actually got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, um, it seems to work pretty well. I've not had any kind of hangups, really. I've tweaked a few things here and there, but um, I was expecting all kinds of problems, you know, not sticking to the bed, not coming off the bed, doing weird stuff, this or that. But so far, you know, knock on wood, it's working okay. I haven't really did any big prints yet or anything. Just been playing around, learning the slicing software, print out some different calibration stuff here and there. But I'm really happy with it as far as, I mean, for 450 bucks, it's going to be really difficult to beat, in my opinion. I mean, out of the box, it was printing pretty damn nice. Yeah, and that's the, that's almost like the CR10. It's the same size as the CR10, um, but it has a direct extruder, and it has, well, I don't know what kind of beds on the CR10, but this has one of those glass, like, um, uh, I forgot what to call it, but it's like a textured glass surface. Okay. And I haven't tried any ABS yet, but this PLA, I mean, it seems to stick really well. But when the thing, like if you wait till it cools all the way down, yeah, it basically oh, just pick it up and it, it just, I mean, it barely is even stuck. Yeah, it's oh, almost okay. like yeah, it's yeah. stuck with static. Yeah, I mean, right? just barely. T- I was really surprised because the first few little things I, you know, was pulling it off immediately and I had to take like a little razor blade and kind yeah, of yep. get it started. And then uh, I printed out a... I made my son like a coaster thing with his name in it. We were just playing around learning. Cool. Uh-huh. And it was like four inch diameter or something. And I didn't like to print finish. And I come back like an hour later and I just touched it and it just popped right off. I was like, holy shit. I mean, yeah. when that bed cooled down, it just totally released it. Mm. So I'm pretty impressed with that, to be honest. Um, and it's super duper quiet. Have you printed a little skull with it yet? No, I've not printed a skull. That's one of the first <laughs> things seems like everybody prints. No, I haven't printed a skull. I don't know why, but... 
<laughs> I don't know. Now, see, you saying it's super quiet makes me think that this is um, definitely a version of the CR-10S Pro with the added drivers that are that make it really quiet, like the the upgraded drivers. Which for yeah. man for four fifty, that's such Maybe. a good that's deal. That's a dude. steal. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it's like the only thing you can really hear are the fans. Yeah. Now I have already up updated the the firmware on it and that actually quietened it the the only like drive noise you could hear before was the extruder when it would do a, like a retract right just just a little blip uh-huh. and it had a little bit of like uh i don't know which axis but it was when it was moving real fast you could almost feel like a a vibration okay. sort of just a little bump didn't really show up in the print that much, but the firmware I put on it now has a little more tuning on the acceleration and jerk and this thing called linear advance and all this other crap that I don't know a whole lot about yet. Uh-huh. And that smoothed everything down and quietened it down even more. So wow. right now when it's printing at like, you know, 80 millimeters a second or even 100 it makes almost no noise except for the fan drives. Damn, yeah. dude. Nice. That's awesome. So, they just keep getting better and better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, f- for the money, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. I'm yeah. pretty pleased with the with the price. I mean, with the purchase. Um, I did go through and adjust the wheels. Some of those were tightened down way too tight. It's got the little eccentric nuts. Mm-hmm. And took the whole extruder and hot end apart before I even started printing just to make sure everything was assembled okay. And it, it seemed like it was. That's cool. But, um, but so yeah. Now, is this, um, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask you, does this have auto bed leveling on it or is it? It does manual? not. Okay. It does not. That's yep. something that's in this firmware that if I want to put a BL touch sensor on, it's like I can. You know, what are they, like 30 bucks or something? Dude, I have gotten mine to a point where if I don't really, like, if I wait for it to cool down where I can just pop it off and I don't bang on it trying to get yeah. it off, the next print, when it goes down to level, it doesn't do auto bed level. When it goes down to the Z-axis home, it's ready to go, man. It's right at that right level, and I've been yeah. printing out, like, print after print. It's, yeah. I actually like the non-bed leveling, auto bed leveling. I like to right. manually do it. That's right. where I uh-huh. Well, yeah. and that's why I haven't really ordered that or fooled with it yet. Yeah. I wanted to kind of see how it does. So far, I mean, it it, it hasn't seemed to move or change any yeah, little, little know, bit of stuff I've been doing. Nice. You know, if you've beat on the bed with a ball peen hammer or something like that, you might turn it on. But yeah, I, I just like to get it perfectly level and right. You're good. Right. Yeah, I, f- I figure if you don't pick it up, move it around, or yeah, or like you say, if you don't screw around with the bed a whole lot, I can't imagine it really changing that much, to be honest. So it might not need need it. And it seems pretty flat, as far as I can tell. I mean, there, you know, there could be a few thousandths between the corners and the center, but it's pretty damn flat, yeah. as far as I can tell. I like the um, new, I guess it's the stepper motors that go up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, the CR10's got, Max has got those new quieter motors on them, and, and 
it's just unusual because I can hear the Ender 3 Pro inside that cabinet that's a really nice, almost airtight cabinet. I can hear them, but I can't hear the CR-10 Max, which is sitting outside between me and this this, uh, Ender Pro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've not had it long enough to to really say, but so far, everything seems to be working really well. You know, if it holds up and this and that, and I get some bigger prints going and kind of see how it does printing over, you know, more than just a couple hours, I'll yeah. know more about it. But so far, I'm very happy with it. Awesome, man. Did. Nice. Did. Sounds really neat. Um, I didn't see him on Friday. Sorry, guys. Um, wasn't able to make it. I didn't fly. I was going to say I didn't wrench, but I actually wrenched on the printer. So no. I don't I know if that counts. But, you know, yeah. let's see. Yeah, Friday was my birthday. So I got my kids Saturday morning. They've been here all weekend and, and Monday and, my daughter went home today. My son's staying with me a few more days. So I've just been hanging out with Ann. I really haven't done much hobby stuff. Well, happy, some happy birthday, dude. Yeah, oh, thanks. Birthday. We're so glad you were born. Yeah. We are. Glad somebody is. Mm-hmm. Even if it is 56 years ago, we're, we're yeah. still glad. Yeah. Nah, big 4 this year. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yep. Nice. Who's next? Yeah, it's me. So let's it's, see. What did I do? Steve. Well, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, Steve Kevin. Is, Steve is next. <laughs> yes, I'm next. <laughs> so let's see. What did I do? I don't know. I didn't fly. I know that for sure. Uh, but I did sim. Yeah. Nice. And I do want to give a huge shout out to Satinder because I, I think I showed up around like 8.30. I was like, oh, let's see if anyone's on. Oh, look, there's a free fall room. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So I joined up, and uh, yeah, I believe he started it up. So Yeah, thanks, um, man. Yeah, so appreciate it. Um, it was the usual suspects. I didn't gather names, but, you know, I, I know I definitely heard, you know, the usual Mike, the planker, Satinda was there. Um, Ian you know showed if up. You there. Yeah, you know if you're there. Um <laughs> And if you weren't, well, we're going to talk about it in this episode. So, you know, let's get you connected and get you on there. Yeah. So let's see. We might but have I, to yeah, start two rooms. I know, right? The Steve room, the Kevin room, and the Andy room, and the George room. Mm. I think that's more than two, actually. Yeah, that's a lot of rooms. Let's just start the Planker room. And There you I'll, go. Because I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll all end up in there. We'll end, I think we all end up in there anyway. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you're gonna get on this. <laughs> yep, you'll get on that show. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see what else I do. That was it. Um, I had a lot of days off last week, and um, I basically just did a whole bunch of stuff on the Miata. Uh, basically, wrenched every day. Got the engine in with the installed a new clutch. So just a rebuild engine with the new clutch. The transmission's back in. Um, that was all mounted onto the subframe outside of the car, which the subframe had like the suspension, brakes, my coilovers. And then we kind of just lifted the car up and we slid underneath and put the car on top of it. And, you know, there's, there's a couple of mishaps, you know. Jack stands aren't great to work with, but, you know, no one got hurt and we're all good. Got mm-hmm. done. 
Yeah, still got all your fingers and toes. Yep. That's a success. yep. I'm wiggling all yep fingers and toes. You know, <laughs> so I got to give a huge shout out to uh, Rob McCun. You know, uh, McToon. He came over and helped, and also my friend Marcos, um, who came over and helped with that. Oh, nice. And I think, I mean, you know, it was Friday. It was freaking hot as hell, but we got it done. You know, I think I did. Like, you know, I kind of built the subassembly, and then when they came over. Um, we, you know, they basically helped me put in a car, and I think we might have spent a couple hours, you know, working on that part. It wasn't too bad. It was like maybe like two hours or so. Um, but it was a long day for me. I was, I think, around eight thirty in the morning. I started, and they they left basically around like five five thirty. So, yeah, it was pretty much a full work day out in the sun, and I don't even know how hot it was. It was hot. Mm. This whole week has been pretty pretty hot, and this week has been freaking. You know, scorcher too. It's crazy. Yep. Summer's here for sure. Um, meltdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of been my week. Uh, let's, I guess, go right into the main topic, huh? All Sin right. Life. Yes. Yeah. So I, I like to hear everyone's setup. Um, we'll start off with like your computer setup, and then we'll kind of go into also your radio setup, right? Like, how do you have your radio connected? What kind of switch layout or if you change anything right we'll go into that so uh who wants to go first about talking about how like what platform they use to sim well i use the accuracy platform mm-hmm. uh, on the windows platform or on the mac platform because uh, on windows. Run them both. Mm, okay uh no i run them both no i, I don't uh i have uh, my the computer i'm running it on is uh an i5 7600 okay nice Let's see. What else do I know about this machine? How's uh, your graphic card? My graphic card is pretty kick-ass. It's a GTX 1070. Nice. Which I really like that card. It's been it's been really good. It's an eight meg yeah. meg card or eight gigabyte eight gig. card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was getting my chops busted for having only eight gigs of memory, and I upgraded that probably last year to sixteen. Uh, I don't know oh, how much your my, computer my main, memory. Wow, yeah, <laughs> my main board was. Yeah, I I don't I don't upgrade PCs like I used to. I used to really get into it and upgrade them. Yeah, probably once a year, maybe maybe every two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's been really good uh, for simming, and you know the you don't need a horsepower of a machine. You know, high horsepower machine with the simulators. This is more my gaming machine. Uh, and yeah. stuff like that, mm-hmm. but just you know, if you want to know what I'm running it on, yeah, that's basically nice. it. And i I used to I used to use Real Flight for the longest time. I mm-hmm. never oh, yeah. liked the way the helicopters were set up in that. So thank God for AccuRC. And one of the biggest things that helped me out as a bumbling idiot when it comes to helicopters is I was able to turn the opacity of the disc down. In the sim, which in because in real life I can't barely see it, and it helps you in the sim, yeah, but it's not realistic. So once I turn that down, I I think that helped me out a lot more than I I realize because hmm. that's what guys say when they fly at night. You know, they'll they'll say I can see the the, the disc a lot better, which is true. Yeah, but uh, I didn't I didn't want that, so that's basically what I run, and I use my V bar, uh, my V control radio plugged directly into the computer through the USB port. Nice. Man, it seems to work great, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty seamless. Yeah. Um, I guess I could go next, too. Um, 
I bought a I built a gaming machine. I don't know how long ago was that? Was it like a year? Yeah, maybe I think two? so. Yeah. A year and a half maybe. Um It was when you redid your get? family room there. Yeah, redid the family room and I I you know bought a big TV and I wanted a computer. I wanted a gaming machine to do not simming specifically because I had like a an IBM or not IBM was it, a Lenovo laptop that I used to sim real flight with Kevin and you know just a bunch of people on back in the day. But um, I wanted something so I can do VR. So I, because I bought a VR headset, um, so it, but it wasn't anything crazy. Like I kind of went on the low end. I, I didn't want to spend a lot of money. I, I had a computer case. So I reused that. Uh, I forgot it's a I think it's an Asus you know board uh, okay. motherboard with uh, 16 gigs of RAM, uh, Ryzen. What's yeah, Ryzen three. Yeah, Ryzen three or yeah. Ryzen f- something or seven. I don't remember what Ryzen. I think it was Ryzen three. It was like on the low end side. Um, and I bought a. I two went GeForce GTX, um, but I got a ten fifty. But I bought the TI version. Okay. Supposedly, like the highest end of the TI of of the ten fifty. I mean, so I kind of bought like that final version, the the highest model I can get for that version. So. Um, and, and it worked perfectly fine for simming and for um, uh, for VR. So, so that was great. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and I'm I'm V control. You know, I use my my V control touch, and it's plugged directly in. I use all the same switch layouts as as my real radio right is set up to be. So, all that stuff is pretty much uh, the same. Yeah, the only thing yeah. that's different on mine is the the throttle hold, which is yeah yeah idle or. Right, uh, exactly. It's just throttle hold. It's just yeah. on or off. There's no um, motor idle switch, like you, yeah, you were mentioning. So yeah, um, which is fine. But it's great to have that. It's great to have that as the same setup that you fly with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and yeah, real no, not real flight accuracy. Right, accuracy two is what we fly. Uh, yeah, that's about it for my setup. Who wants to go next? Yeah, I can go. I just got done looking it all up because I couldn't remember. <laughs> I have a um, a laptop. I, I guess it's a gaming right. laptop, about mm-hmm. three years old, an Asus something or other. But it's an i7-4720, like 2.6 gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, 16 gigs of RAM. And it's got a NVIDIA G-Sync 980M. Which at the time was the biggest card I could get in this thing. I'm sure they got a lot better ones by now. Like I said, this was about three years ago. But it actually works really well. Like I can run AccuRC on the very highest settings, and I don't even simming with a bunch of people online, I don't ever get any lag or anything. That's so great, man. It, it seems to be sufficient. Uh, it's Windows 10. And I use the Jetty with the USB cord plugged straight in. Okay. Uh, AccuRC for helis. And I still have Real Flight 7.5 if I ever want to practice airplane stuff, which I really haven't done in a long while. But uh, if you're trying to do 3D stuff like hovering and stuff like that, the sim's the same as Haley's. I mean, it really makes a big difference if you do some yeah. practice. Yeah. And um, so the 7.5 real flat for that. Uh, the Haley's are okay on there. I think they're a little better on AccuRC, actually. That and I just don't like that 
I mean, that's the last time I played with it's seven point five. Like all the models are still dated, you know. Well, yeah, but it's a sim. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, as long as it's a seven hundred, I don't really give a shit what brand it is or what it mm. looks like. You know, I, I don't care if it has the latest and greatest, whatever. For me, I mean, I just see mm-hmm. the sim as a tool. Yeah. Um, I also have Next, but I don't really ever use it. I haven't tried Heli X, but I've used Accuracy, Phoenix, Real Flight, and Next. And I've kind of settled on Accuracy and Real Flight for planes. Uh-huh. I feel like a, a mid to high end gaming laptop or any kind of you know desktop machine that's fairly current is going to yeah. be able to handle these sims pretty well. Yeah. Not too bad right now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think, like, I mean, Kevin kind of brought this up, too. Like, you know, I used to be kind of very similar with him as far as, like, upgrading computers every, you know, every probably year to two years. Yeah. Um, Because basically every six months something new comes out. At least sure. It used to be, but I feel like things are slowing down that you don't need to have, like, the latest and greatest computer to run the latest and greatest software you know what i mean like maybe for like if you're doing some crazy rendering in 3d and like other stuff like that but like just for gaming and stuff i, I don't feel like you really need that high-end system i mean i guess if you're competitive gaming it might be something different but for yeah, us to sim yeah. and practice and and learn you know who cares if it lags and you crash just okay start back up you know especially when you're playing online i mean if you're you a know. twitch streamer and you're you know you've got like Two thousand, thousand, two thousand people following you every time you you know you turn on. Then definitely, yeah, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get something that's you know i seven, the latest, whatever they're up to now. 9, or i nine, or i nine, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you're gonna have some really high horsepower PC yeah. to, right. to pump out that because you need to do the OBS overlay and all that uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, but, but you don't need to for simming. Like, but not, you know? definitely not no. for simming. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, and just uh, as a side note. I used to use a program. I know you can hit the Windows key and break, I think, on the keyboard to bring up. You used to be able to do that. I don't even know if you can do that anymore with Windows 10 to bring up your system info. But uh, I have a little add-on program that I use called uh, CPU ID, which once you run it, it'll give you some tabs as far as what your CPU is, you know, in case you weren't sure, you know, cracking open that case sometimes you know is it sure when it's under the desk and whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if you're if you want to like hey what what is that what do i have in this thing i don't remember you know um it'll give you your main board setup it'll give you the model number of your main board your memory your um your graphics you know it'll do a bench test if you want to so it's it'll just it's kind of like an information packet on what you're actually have mm-hmm. you know your speeds and stuff like that it has a few voltage sensors, uh, but nice. it's a it's a helpful little free tool that hopefully the Chinese aren't using to spy on anybody with. <laughs> Probably, but mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, George, what's your setup over there? I've got a pretty modern, uh, pretty new iMac, twenty-seven inch iMac, and um, I use the. Uh, Acura RC and just have it set up. 
I, I guess I got it set up, what, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. I, yeah. yeah. Talk about setup later, but I, I, I thought, I, do, I, do I have time to fool with that? The answer was yes, and I hope to be using it more and more in the future. Awesome. So, yeah, I use my nice. Spectrum radio with just you know one of the little dongles and uh, wireless, so... I think I'm, yeah, I'm using the DX8 on that one. Okay. I, I usually use DX9 to uh, fly all my helicopters on. Yeah, I got it. Cool. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't wire out my good radio on it. Yeah. Yeah, some people do that. Some people, you know, that is a concern. They sim so often and so much that they actually would, you know, like wear, like, the uh, real flight controller down where it just breaks. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got, well, I, I gave it to John Coyle, but I had a DX8 G2 that I'd already had the gimbals replaced in it once, and they needed it again. I told him, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll deregister it, and you fool with registering it and getting it fixed. You know, it, you can have it. And uh, he did. They sent it back, you know, like a new radio, but... I had got my good out of that radio. That's one of the mm-hmm. ones I was flying every day. I used all the time. But yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty cool, and I, I like being able to talk to each other. Yeah, I like being able to crash and it not costing a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! Well, that's the main purpose of the sim, right? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I'd love to have though. This may be an extra little category wish list. I would love, because, you know, I'm into scale. And I love military helicopters. I would love to find some kind of a military simulator or online game that I could use my radio with. Probably. Uh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? If anybody knows one, let us know about it. Yeah, yeah let us know. That would be cool. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've been simming. Um, I don't even know how many weeks I've been doing it now. That's a good question, man. I think a couple months now. Two months, right? At least eight times. Yeah. Probably coming up on two months. Yeah. So let's say two months, right? Let's just round them. (laughs) So, I mean, two months. And I feel like, you know, every time we jump on, you know, on Friday night, um, you know, we're getting like the usual folks that come on and jump, right? Like John Partridge and and Satinder, like we mentioned. Um, Ever since uh, the planker got set up he's been on you know yeah. every every friday um you know so it's like we're we're kind of like going to the local club right or the local field where we're meeting up with the same folks every weekend and you know you build those friendships and those laugh and and bonds that you would do right as as humans do right um so let's kind of talk about that right like simming with friends yeah mm-hmm. it's been phenomenal dude i think uh it's a little bit, you know, it's like anything else. Trying to schedule stuff into your weekly life, you know, sometimes can uh-huh. be, oh, I got to, you know, do that or I got to get on there. But, man, once we're on there, like, and I don't care because Friday's good. Friday, I think, is a good night because it's like, you know, I can relax. I don't have to get up tomorrow. You know, we can just chill out and uh, and have some fun, man. And 8 p.m. seems to be great for me, man. I can get a drink going uh-huh. and uh, try and remember who I talk to the next day. But, uh, yeah, the, no clue. And, and it's been, I think it's been really beneficial for me, man. 
I just, uh, I can't put my finger on a definite, like, yeah, I've gotten better at this because of it. I think it's just more stick time and I've gotten more confident in mm-hmm. when I go out and fly in real life. But plus the, the simming with the friends, man, that's actually something we don't get a chance. Even in real life, you, you're flying on your own. You might have a spotter and you can talk to him, but the yeah. whole social aspect of this is really something different, you know? It's really cool to have everybody in discord and talk to each other while we're doing our own thing and everybody mm-hmm. i've talked to man says you know geez two two hours going by like like really quick yeah we don't even realize it mm-hmm. yeah and it i'm really not does. saying it pertains to us specifically i like we can put it out to the listeners where you know you get a couple of your buddies and do the same thing man it's just gonna have got to be have the same benefits you know um yeah we'd love to geez i'd love to have 100 people in there but it would be probably overwhelming you know yeah the discord channel go crazy (laughs) like imagine having that many people trying to talk and yeah i mean one person says a joke oh my god everyone like just everyone laughing would be crazy yeah bad enough just trying to hear shaggy (laughs) boy (laughs) the same thing Yep. <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? About simming with uh, friends? My thing is like, obviously, like simming with you guys, simming with Mike D. You know, even when Shaggy jumps on, like I know, I know, I know you guys outside of this, right? But there's like a lot of people that I'm getting to know more, like Satinder, Ian, Joe, yeah. um, John Partridge, like just people that. You know, I know of, like, I know the name of, I see them on Facebook here and there, but I've never, like, actually heard their voices or, you know, what kind of personality, what kind of, you know, like, what kind of person they are, right? Like, so you get to meet these people virtually through the sim platform here, you know, and we're all hanging out talking about helicopters or talking about maybe autoing and stuff or people asking questions. I love that. I think it's great. I think it's, uh, yeah. It's like almost like the core essence of the hobby as far as like the community aspect without having to spend any money, <laughs> you know, having not to spend yeah. money on going somewhere, buying helicopters, crashing helicopters, fixing helicopters, you know, like, right. Um, but we get that same, like, almost the same level of enjoyment. Obviously, it's a sim. It's, you know, it's not real. So, like, you know, you do stupid things on it and you crash and you take a, you know, nice Apache or Cobra and you start pure flipping it you know like doing stupid shit and having fun i mean i remember back when was it uh you me diamante um ethan latier and i I can't remember who else there was a couple other folks and we would jump on real flight and like be a freaking shark balloon shark helicopter thing i would blow up the uh what is that what is that the coaxial helicopter yeah. to like 400 yeah, percent yeah, yeah. yeah right yeah like you the could, size you could of do 700 that. yeah yeah and be flying <laughs> around but the disc is still like you know three inches diameter yeah. is crazy yeah that was uh, fun but, i remember doing that with yeah. Diamante. yeah and, and ethan yeah i forget mm-hmm. who else joined us for a few of those yeah I, actually i think i have it on my youtube channel because i remember uploading a video of that <laughs> of them but yeah nice. but that's the thing right like it was great we get to hang out with people and just just shoot the shit and have fun. Yeah. And I feel like that's all starting to come back, but we're, you know, <laughs> it's like you can't goof around as much on, on Accu RC as far as, you know, blowing things up. <laughs> we would see some crazy things. Everyone would have a shark and blow it up and 
the slowest thing ever flying through the air. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, but I think it's the I think it's a really good way. Like, yes, simming is a tool. So sitting by yourself, you know, with your controller, practicing a maneuver over and over again until you're frustrated and you like start start either fucking around or you just turn it off, right? You know, we get on the sim and yes, we're still maybe trying some maneuvers, maybe fucking around. But at the end of the day, we're on there for two hours, two and a half hours, chatting away, you know, having fun with with friends. And flying, yeah. Yep. And flying, right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's I think it's that's one of the aspects of like our hobby that we can still continue to do with the way that the world is today, right? With social distancing and all that stuff. So right. and events not really going on. So um I was definitely gonna bring that up with the way that things are right now with COVID mm-hmm. and all that. Definitely, this has uh, been a real good, uh, on top of being a real good thing, you know, it's it's been extra special because I don't think uh, everybody can get to the field now or, you know, sometimes yeah. this is their only outlet to fly, right. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like, you, me, you know, yes, we were like 15 minutes apart right now. I'm going to be moving, which, you know, we probably won't be flying in real life as much, right? We could still continue to fly on the sim. Yeah. Same thing for us and and Andy and George, you know, they're they're down south. But we get to hang out with them every, obviously on Tuesdays too, but on, you know, on every Friday, we get to hang out with them and, and sim and fly and act like we're participating in like a, kind of like a, you know, like a fun fly online, right? Which is awesome. I think it's it's fantastic that we can do this with you know modern technology today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to add that if you schedule a time with your friends or if you join our thing on Friday or whatever, it gives you a reason to start the sim up and start messing with it. Yeah. Because I'm not disciplined enough to like sit down and say, okay, I'm going to sim for 30 minutes. I used to, but Nowadays, I'm just like, nah, I don't feel like it. But if I know you guys are going to be there or somebody else or whatever, it it's an incentive for me to get on there and do it. And then once I start doing it, yeah, you screw around some. But then of that two hours, I've probably put 30 minutes in of actually doing something productive. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it keeps it interesting and it's not, not so boring. So it's definitely a good thing. Yeah. And going back to what Steve said about helping out or learning something new, like I can ask questions about different maneuvers and actually mm-hmm. see, you know, what it's supposed to look like rather than my ugly version of it, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's, that to me is too, is like, I don't know how other people learn. I, I don't, you know, but a lot of times I got to see what it looks like first to know what I'm shooting sure. for, you know, mm-hmm. that way I can correct, you know, my own. You know, uh, uh, incorrect maneuver, you know, inputs or maneuvers to get to that final product. Yeah. So that's great too to be able to see that. That's mm-hmm. freaking awesome, man. Yeah. I do wish, um, when you're watching someone else's view on accuracy that you can see their transmitter, their gimbals. I need to add that. That's that would be great. If you could bring up yeah. their overlay of what they're yeah, doing. And, yeah. Right. Exactly. So you'd be like, oh, teach me how to do. You know, um, whatever, pure flips, right? 
bunny hops, TikToks, whatever. And you can actually see their sticks move and, and then you can just try to mimic the movement on a sim. And, you know, yes, you can get the stick mover, but I think this is a, a cheap and easy way of doing it if it's just built into the sim. Yeah, that'd be a great yeah, I mean, idea. There's, there's a few things AccuRC is behind on with the multiplayer aspect, mm-hmm. but yeah. they definitely need the the show the sticks and put everyone's name above their heli so you can identify people. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like that used to be the case, but it it's kind of working now sometimes, but not yeah. really. Yeah, I wonder. So, I wonder if it's because we're on the beta but, and I don't you know. know. Whatever they need to fix it. Maybe <laughs> some of us. Yeah. Well, you know what you you bring up a good point about seeing the sticks, man. Is be, uh, one of the things I can remember doing when I started learning the fly inverted forward flight. Man, I was really surprised at how little negative I was putting in to actually keep the model level as I you know made a turn or whatever. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to have to, and I probably did overcorrect and put a lot more negative in than I should have put in. But that's something like you're saying, Steve, you could see immediately like, oh, wow, you really don't have to put that much in or, oh, wow, you have to put a lot more than I thought in, you know? Yeah. Would get you to a a better, like, starting position. Yeah, they should add that. That'd be freaking really cool. That'd be awesome, yeah. George, do you have anything to add to Simming with Friends before we move on to talking about the schedule? No, I think it's... uh... I think like all the points you guys made very beneficial, especially just asking a question about anything to do with flying or helicopters. Kind of like being on a podcast with twenty people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes the the well, we'll get into the Discord part, you know, or the the voice chat stuff. But yeah, it does get crazy, pretty crazy when uh, when you got a lot of folks on. Um, see them while we're recording the podcast. Yeah, I mean, there was actually a podcast that did that. That the podcast was basically yeah. a bunch of guys talking. Rotorheads. Yeah, Rotorheads. They were talking, you know, they're doing a podcast while they simmed on, what's it, AccuRC? Can you name them, Kevin? Rotorheads? That's what always name the Sims. I mean, name the, the, the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was Mike, Rich, <laughs> um, and another Mike. One from Alaska? Yeah. <laughs> I do that, not that, know. I don't think I that listened was, to that. That was that was um, that was what's his name from RCHN? Yeah, Sage, Sage, Nick, yeah. and Johnny. I almost said Nick. Is it Johnny or Jonas? Well, Jonas, but he went by Johnny on there. Oh, okay, yeah. Nice, good job. And I Andy. forgot the Nick's last name. I don't remember where he's from. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's mm-hmm. up in that northwest area it, too. Yeah, I think he's in the Midwest, Indiana. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere else. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Okay. It's some dude from somewhere. <laughs> from over on there. All right, let's talk about the schedule, right? Simming on a schedule. Um, we, we've we started this thing, you know, several weeks ago, about simming on Friday at 8 p.m. to 9. Um, I know we kind of touched about it, right? Like, we get the usual suspects and stuff. Um, I mean, I'm curious, before we started doing this, has anyone heard of any other folks doing this? Like, as far as trying to do something really on a regular, like every, like a set schedule? Yes. Nice. There's a whole group that was, 
I don't know if they're still doing it, progressive heli learning. They would get together once, maybe twice a week on next and learn maneuvers and talk about what you're working on and the whole thing. And I can't remember. Gosh, I can't remember who was started it and was doing it, but it was a pretty, pretty big group of guys. A lot of the guys we know were doing it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Beyond schedule, like, yeah, beyond that, I think I, you know, I didn't, I haven't heard of any. Um, I do have to say that there are, there used to be in maybe more, it's kind of weird, maybe more pre COVID. I'm going to use that now as a term, by the way, there's pre COVID and, and now, <laughs> but, um, I feel like there are, there used to be a lot of ad hoc type of, um, sim sessions, right? Like, uh, especially in a heli hangouts, you know, Frank will throw up some, Hey, you know. IQRC, here's a room, whatever, like, let's join up in sim. Right. Um, other folks, I think, have done that also. Yeah, I still see them from time to time. Yeah? Okay, yeah. I, I just, I don't think I've been on Facebook that much anymore. <laughs> I, I still see them on, yeah, Frank doing that every now and then. Frank, um, <laughs> you know, there's there's a few guys that'll, at least once a week, be, hey, going to see them, so-and-so, this time. Nice. I think the schedule thing has worked out good for us, and being that we're all on the east east coast. I mean, even mm-hmm. Darren, yeah. from from uh, the west coast, there uh, mm-hmm. he'll join us, and it's yeah. probably yeah, Satinders from Cali, right? Satinders from California, probably five o'clock their time. Yep. Uh, we have had a few requests from guys in United Kingdom who would be like, "Hey, do you think you could do it a little earlier? Because it's two o'clock in the morning yeah. over here, you know." Uh, which we haven't figured out if we could do that, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, think I think the schedule's been working good for us. Um, yeah, not that I wouldn't want to try that, but it's yeah, it's difficult then to change it up. I mean, and not even to change it up, like even if you wanted to say like just do an additional hour somewhere, right? Else, like yeah, right, like you know maybe Tuesday at five or something, right? Just to jump off for an hour. Um, before we record a podcast or something, you know, um, yeah, but it's just difficult, right? Like that's that's like dinner time, and like you get home, dinner time, get ready for this, you know, and get, you know, um, spend time with family, and it's yeah. Before you know, it's like oh, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, let's jump on for the sim, right? So, but I, yeah, I do agree. Um, the Friday at eight o'clock. For for me personally, have been, you know, I would say made it easier for me to do this. I think we previously we tried to do it on like a Thursday night. I think before or Thursday, yeah, mm-hmm. Thursday evening. I think we tried, um, but I do like. I think the Fridays a little little better. I think it's more relaxing for me. Yeah, well, especially for you, you can start drinking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We we might have to if we want to do that once or something we might want to do like a morning saturday or sunday morning you know yeah it'd be the middle of the day over yeah i mean i could do a sunday morning sure i'm usually try that on the computer playing something sunday morning having some coffee Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that would work too Um, i mean that might be easier than trying to do a five o'clock because like you say i mean yeah yeah all the stuff going on yep that's still pretty late over Sees five o'clock. 
Right, that'd be eleven. Yeah, for UK. So, yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be great. Um, you know, I'm curious. I mean, and it just could be a location or just a overall latency and distance thing. But you know, Friday night at eight would be Saturday afternoon for Australia. Mm-hmm. Right, like you know, around or it'd be more Saturday morning, maybe like nine o'clock. I would think. Curious if we could get some of uh, the Aussie listeners on. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think that latency would probably be quite annoying. <laughs> it would be funny just getting him on Discord, though. Just <laughs> oh, and if I get drunk enough, I would sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> guess, guess who's the real Aussie? <laughs> it's been known to happen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, all right. Um, let's Let's talk about in-game chat versus Discord. Um, I don't even know if is there an in-game voice chat. I haven't even. I don't think no. we've ever tried. Not on accuracy. Right? There may be on other platforms. On other platforms, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the in-game like text chat, like the chat window, I, I find that thing super annoying. It always pops up when you like switch yeah. back into it and stuff, um, changing models, I, I think, would, or when join. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will jump in real quick and say. Uh, for AccuRC, they actually have a Discord server yes. that you can go on. So there is sometimes people in there in the voice chat mm-hmm. or something. If, so if you just randomly go on and look and see if somebody has a room open or something, you you know, occasionally there'll be people in there simming. Yes. Yep. Very good point. Yeah. So Discord, I think, is the main thing we use. And I feel like that's kind of become the standard, you know. There used to be things like TeamSpeak and um, ah, what was that? that was a big gaming one that, that used to be out there. Do you remember, Kevin? There used to be another uh, one yeah. beyond TeamSpeak. We used to use Mumble. Mumble, and, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the other one? There was another big one. Well, how was it? TeamSpeak? Yeah, TeamSpeak was the only one I used because that, that was a big, like, I used to use it for Counter-Strike. We used to do uh, open jail league stuff. Vent- Ventrilo was the other one, I think. Vent, we used to get. Yeah, Ventrilo was the one we used to use. Okay, yeah, I think that that's and, it. That and Mumble. Yep. But now I think we use Teamspeak or Discord when we're not mm-hmm. simming, when we're just gaming, when I'm gaming with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So Team Sta- Teamspeak is still around, huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. Yeah, but we use Discord. Um, you know, it's free to for us to set up a server on there and right. and have a chat room and have a, a a voice and a text chat room. Um, it's easy to use, even though sometimes I forget how to disconnect. <laughs> like, how do I <laughs> disconnect for this thing? Um, I've done I'll, that. <laughs> it's pretty cool having the text chat because people can put pictures and stuff pictures, in there. Yes. Kind of ch- describe something oh yes you missed it last week so tinder was talking about this um this kite thing he does when it's like too windy to fly alan callie mm-hmm. and that night mike mike the planker ordered one <laughs> what does yeah. he do like the the stunt kites like yeah like the it? really fast ones that like make yeah. crazy noises and you can twist them around like you know, he said cool. like seven times or something or like he, it drags them on the floor yeah mm-hmm. it's so much like you know pull on them so um, yeah, so much that Mike was like, you know, I was like, I was looking at these and, and because I talked to him, he like ordered the exact same one that he had and 
it was pretty hilarious, like how that all unfolded <laughs> this last Friday. Can't wait to see the planker getting dragged across the field. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> the planker getting dragged by a plank. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. I'm gonna really need the Benny Hill theme if that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I hope yeah. we get it on video. Oh yes, yes. Speed it up about twice the speed. We need a gif yep. of that. Remember why I did go back? Yeah, right. <laughs> a gif of him being jerked off his feet and dragged across the flying field. I think Ian Joel is working on it right now. Okay. Oh yeah. shoot. <laughs> Oh man, but um, I I do like Discord. I think um, I don't know. I just I, I like the way the platform looks and everything, just the way it works. You, yeah, you use it can do it on your phone too, which is pretty mm-hmm. handy. Oh yeah, the app on the phone works well. So if you don't want to, you know, if your computer's limited or something, or you don't want to mess with that, having a headset and stuff, you can just use your phone. Right, you can use your phone if you had like say you had an Buzz iPhone and you had earbuds or something, right? Bluetooth headphones. Yes, it does work well on, on the mobile devices, but um, not for Shaggy. Just saying. His, <laughs> yeah, his he doesn't have cellular. Well, he doesn't have internet. Yeah, he doesn't have internet. He doesn't like have data. cellular internet. He doesn't yeah. have anything. Well, I think he has like you know he gets data, but like after the first sentence, he basically hits his peak, <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they throttle him back, and <laughs> that's when it gets all choppy and. And robot and Darth Vader and all the different sounds that he makes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting to hear on one of his calls. Please insert 25 cents for the next 10 minutes, please. <laughs> right, he's out of I'm, I'm just thinking. I was like, <laughs> how can we set up something he could call with a landline that would patch him through? Well, he first he'd have to get a landline. <laughs> We'd have to run. Something he's out probably to his got house. a landline. I'm sure his parents have a He landline. acts like he's 85 years old. You know he has a landline. Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Probably a rotary phone on the wall. Yeah. Uh, or at least the phone with like the really long cords that get yeah, just wound up. cord takes it to yeah. his bedroom and talks. But it gets all wound up and stretched out and like all <laughs> knotted up. And you know how like it, it basically. Slam, turns... slam the door on it a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, that 50 foot cord actually turns into like. A ten foot cord because it's so bound up it can't stretch out anymore. <laughs> yeah, you all seen Napoleon Dynamite? That's Shaggy's yeah, exactly. out probably. There you go. Yeah. So he's the guy purchasing the fifty six k board modems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's broadband for him. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Poor Shaggy. I know. Watch, I'm gonna fucking move to Virginia and have the worst service <laughs> <laughs> ever. Uh, no, I can't. That, that will not happen. <laughs> yep. That, that's a that's, that's it's, the it's, first it's, thing you check when you go look at houses. Is take out so, your phone and do a yep. speed test. See what happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the first thing you gotta check is what radius. How close are you moving to Shaggy? That's what you gotta check, <laughs> right? man. Because your wife is gonna be like, Steve, Shaggy's here again. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point, too. He's just going to show up. Oh, man. He's like Kramer. Like, he's just going to show like, up, He's just going to show up. He's just going to open the door and be like, gonna, hey. Yeah. <laughs> All shaking. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Poor Shaggy. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Is Shaggy the new Bill? No. Okay, Bill? okay. Yes. No. I don't know. I don't believe in a new normal, and I don't believe in a new Bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. And so 
we have a special bonus about simming that we want to talk about. And this is kind of something that um, I think we did an episode, one or two episodes ago. I mean, not ago, one or two episodes a while ago. I think we did a top 10 for, uh, what was it? Best airplanes? It was yeah, something. Airplanes and helis, I think. Yeah. And top episodes. 10 for best helis, right? Google the top, like, best yes. RC helicopter. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. So, Kevin, I believe, did the same thing for top best RC flight simulators for planes and helicopters. Yes. Yeah, and I did exactly what you did with the other two. Just I Googled it and went to the first page. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we found some that we're, we're going to read them off, and we found some that we never heard before. Yeah, this is a very interesting list by a kid that looks like he's 17 years old and probably never really... On a, I don't know. Yeah, it's on That's the, my assumption. Three D, three D Insider dot com. Yeah, yeah. Web page, and it's from last year, so it's really not that dated. It's not. It's not that dated. But I mean, looking at this uh, website and the main categories you have above is your your home return on your home page. Three uh, D printing, nice, relatable. Drones, okay. Hoverboards. Uh, okay, I, I don't know where this is going. And headphones. So that's an odd mix. Like, sure, 3D printing, drones, you know, but hoverboards and headphones? Those are <laughs> categories he has on his website. Uh, probably know? fishing for as many clicks as he can get, probably. Yeah. I mean, he has a few, like, topic points here that are, I mean, it's kind of the obvious about RCs, you know, RC simulators. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's not a game, and you yeah, know, that kind so why of don't thing. we go over it? So you know, okay. Um, I, let's see. I just love how he says the RC flight simulator experience is the next best thing to being in the actual pilot seat. Um, mm. no, I don't know about that. I think maybe flying an RC airplane or helicopter is probably the next best thing of being actually in the pilot seat. Well, and I, I would, know this is the sim next best be. thing to fly in the RC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can see. Yes, I would think the next best thing to being an actual pilot see is f- using a actual sim for a real plane, not an Ooh. RC. No, no, you all are wrong. The next best thing to being in the pilot seat is being in the co-pilot seat. Yes, I was going to say the co-pilot. <laughs> nice. You know that I would agree with Kevin's statement. I, like the next best thing to be actually in like a real plane flying is to be in a real plane sim, <laughs> right? Like, right. you know, the real, like, you know, I don't know what they cost. Tons of money, right? With the actual um, actuators and everything that you feel the plane, right? You feel movement. Um, well, those things. I, I mean, the sentence is the RC flight simulator experience is the next best thing. And it's, I, I think the actual flight, simulator is the next best thing the rc flight simulator is the next best thing to actually flying a rc plane or an yeah. rc helicopter not the actual pilot seat mm-hmm. so but i don't know kind of picking it right? apart yeah 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 how do we um, get on this dumb tangent i don't, I don't know. know probably my fault I, I, no it was i read the first line i just thought it was very interesting um all right so let's see here uh, what what do they do here? So anyone can enjoy flight simulator, even those who don't fly RC. Here's a quick breakdown of the realistic pilot practice systems. Uh, let's see, powerful software loaded onto your computer. Sure, 
Yeah. Include a radio or some description. Okay. Yeah, you would want a real radio. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, train RC pilots before they take to the flying field. Yes, that is a hundred percent. I think a lot of kids were very successful um, going from the sim to real life. You know, when they're a kid, growing into the hobby, and adults too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Help experience RC pilots to develop new skills safely, for sure. Learn new maneuvers. Fun for family and friends who don't even fly RC planes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, Chloe Maybe. or Hunter will get on the sim and they'll just go plop right into the ground, plop right into the ground. They do get bored after a while because all they do is take off and dump it right into the ground. Yeah, I was going to say maybe for a minute or two. Yeah. They'd have fun. But he does, mm-hmm. when if you read some of the little write-ups that he has under each heading, uh, he yeah. does say there used to be two worthy contenders, Real Flight and Phoenix. Unfortunately, Phoenix is no longer available. But I find it funny, some... Some of the things he did mention and some of the things he didn't mention. Yeah. So I don't know. You want to go down his list here? Yeah. Okay. So available RC flight simulators. All right. So the first one. Oh, and the second one. <laughs> oh, and the third one is. Who wants to announce it? Someone announce it. Real flight. Eight. Yes. Because they have three versions, I guess. <laughs> so they yeah. get the top three spots. <clears throat> That'd be, yeah. That'd be Real Flight 9 now, I think, is the latest. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, we gave it a good rating. It's basically 4.6. I don't understand how the add-on is 4.8. Oh, no, yeah, I don't understand that. Editor's rating is 4.6, 4. 6, 4. 6, and 4.8. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. So, so the three versions are the Real Flight Horizon Hobby Edition, right? So it has all the Horizon Hobby planes with the Interlink X controller. And that was the first one. And then the second one is just the same thing, but the software-only version, right? So without the Interlink. And then the last one is just uh, an add-on. I guess he's rating that at 4.8 because you can add on to what you have now, probably cheaper. and Well, only to the original Real Flight 8 version the the pre horizon hobby version oh okay you know so it only adds those horizon hobby planes yeah i don't know if you thought about that then so i don't know understand like so all three versions have the same features and everything except one comes with a controller one doesn't and this is an upgrade which has the same plays as the software only but gets a higher rating it doesn't make sense to me i don't understand but let's see what we got next on the list we have a oh, Kingser new six-channel USB 3D RC airplane heli flight simulator. Editor's rating 3.9 out of 5. So I had to actually kick on this to see what this, what the hell this is. Me too, yeah. It seems like it's a really cheap version of the uh, real flight controller in a way. Yes. So to me, it looks like an like a FR Sky kind of simulator controller that you would get um, like a Chinese knockoff basically and it looks like <laughs> they knocked off Phoenix are Phoenix <laughs> Sim? I was going to say it's probably some kind it looks like a an early early version <laughs> it's probably like some kind of cheap copy of like real flight 2.0 or something 
Yeah. Or Phoenix 1.7 or whatever the hell. Something from like 10 years ago. Huh? I'm guessing. I don't know what the hell it is. Which the link goes to Amazon, which makes me think it's, uh, you know, just a click. It says currently unavailable. Yeah. yeah it, well, it says at the yeah. top of this article. Oh, uh, okay. That uh, yeah, 3D yeah, Internet Insider is ad supported and earns money from clicks and other ways. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how much this actually was because it's unavailable now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20 bucks. Maybe. Yeah, it's probably like 20 and 30 bucks, right? Um, cool. So the next one is the Dynam 6 channel FMS USB RC flight simulator software. Editor's rating 4.2 out of 5. But when you click on this link, it looks exactly like the other one. <laughs> It does. It's exact. Yeah, it's probably the same thing. The picture in the other one even says Dynam on it. Oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> on one of the pictures, yeah. Right. Okay. Actually, yeah, most of the pictures. So it's, so, it's exactly it, the same. This one is available, thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Mode 1, though. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Who wants to take the next one? This one's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm looking at the ratings still on this last one, which there are none. This one's very interesting. This one is Lutma Heligram Flight Simulator Flight Simulator Remote Control Helicopter with LED Sky Text Technology. Dude, this is <laughs> this has got every, this is like a carnival ride for Grand Yeah, LA. this is amazing. This is ridiculous. This has got it's it's a I don't know it's probably a one fifty size or or the oh, coaxial heli. No, it looks like one of those you know mall helis. Like yeah, that. yeah. The but little metal frame, the indestructible. Guy, the guy's <laughs> holding it, and it you know it looks maybe about one fifty size. It's coaxial, where the tail rotor is facing straight up. Uh, but the interesting part is, the flight controller is actually got a throttle and a joystick like you would get. Um, like, a, yeah, like, uh-huh. a, like a video game. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like what's not in a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's not th- in your RC. <laughs> like your Thrustmaster. <laughs> yes. There's yep. no throttle stick like that in a heli. Just saying. No, it's a... No, that's a, that's like a plane. It's like a plane, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but like a... You know, it's like that... It's like... Whoa, what was that game in the arcade I used to play all the time? Shoot. I forgot it was like a jet game, but you sat there. Oh, afterburner. Yeah, yeah. Afterburner. Yeah, afterburner, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of the controller and afterburner. But, yeah, um, this is I I gotta sit and go through the the comments on this, but this is thirty nine forty nine. Uh yeah, it's the Hotas designed remote throttle feedback, in flight sounds, and you can create up to twelve lines of text in the spinning blades. <laughs> It got magic blades? It's got magic blades in it. It got yeah. magic blades. Wow. That is crazy, dude. I don't even wow. know why that's in this list. This isn't a simulator. No. But, but it says flight simulator remote. There is a disc in the uh in the in the picture I see here. Where are the discs on your head? <laughs> I don't know, but it's like one of them tiny CD discs. What the what? You set your beer on the disc. <laughs> yeah. What's freaking hysterical in the picture though? Is it's a coaxial helicopter? The magic blades have customizable LED text that you're never going to see because it's not going to be like 
You can't tilt fence. it that much. Yeah, you right. can't tilt it. Unless, I mean, I guess unless you're directly underneath it. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> this is the type of helicopter you fly right above your head, you know? It's six. Uh, it's t- uh, 2.4 gigahertz. It's not infrared, but uh, oh, nice. man. That is that is a pisser. That's almost as bad as uh, <laughs> the one I got that blows bubbles. Wait, Kevin. 2.4 gigahertz extended range technology. 100 foot range. <laughs> wow. Nice. Get an entire 100 feet out of this thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Three and a half out of five stars. Can't believe people actually rated this thing. Jeez, that is... Dude, that is something I might have to just buy to see. One guy says five stars. This is a great helicopter for beginners. Yeah. You should buy this and, My- and take to the fall mow down and fly. Yeah. 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 Fly to the night fly. Right? Yeah, fine. Night five to to blades. <laughs> oh my god! I think Tyson would tackle me if I did that. <laughs> oh, Tyson would come up to you and be like, "I don't know what you're smoking, but let me get some of that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tyson would be like, "You either got to be really dumb or really buzzed right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> really dumb or really fucked up, yeah. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> oh man, awesome! They got a lot of five stars. About you know, I gave it to my son. He's crashed it a lot and he's still holding up. That's funny. But Andy's right. Why is this on a simulator? Uh, I don't know. No idea. Interesting, huh? Yeah. All right. And then, uh, ooh, we got some ones. I, I know about Absolute RC Simulator app. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. Absolute RC Simulator app. I think I tried this like, I don't know, maybe two years ago looking for like a sim on my phone where I can like sim while I commute. Um, you know, you can you can fly a helicopter in it. it you know, it works. I've done it. I flew. It sucks. I don't know how to get 4.6 <laughs> out of 5. The controls suck, you know, like using your touchscreen to run gimbals with your thumbs it's it's impossible like it doesn't work you know it's gotta be crazy yeah yeah you tap the screen and your throttle from full collective to naval collective right like because there's no like i don't know it's just yeah it's stupid (laughs) you gotta use those trigger fingers yeah sure (laughs) um but it's free you can download it you know you can check it out and then you can say what the hell did i waste my time and you know, my free money for. Your free money? <laughs> you know, so you'll, you'll, you'll delete it. <laughs> now, this one I, I think I would try. Okay, yeah. So this is Helicopter Rescue Simulator. Um, what did it say again? Sorry. It's helicopter 3D simmer, yeah, Rescue Simulator app for planes and choppers. Yep. Where you're basically flying, flying a Coast Guard-type heli uh-huh. and saving people after they smash into each other and but need rescuing. Doesn't seem like a okay, for one it doesn't seem like a simulator, it seems like a game. And for two it doesn't seem like it's RC. It seems like Yeah, it's not RC. It's supposed to be actually pretend yeah. you're flying this whatever. Yeah. So again, why is this in the why is this in the list? You bring up a very good point, especially when early on in his rundown, he said it's not a game. A big mistake. Yeah. His RC simulator people treat the experience like a game. 
Mm-hmm. And here he's saying, download this game. So yeah. it's not, it's a, yeah, it fails on two fronts because it's also mm-hmm. not RC. Clickbait is not a game. Yeah. <laughs> What's sad is if he would just have actually did, I don't know, five minutes of research, he could have put legitimate RC yeah. Sims in here and it'd been just as helpful. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be way more helpful and just as easy for this article. Well, they would it be, they, though? They wouldn't have all went to Amazon and wouldn't have helped and him out. Exactly, uh, and he wouldn't have gotten the click. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, spending 15 minutes talking about it. So, mm-hmm. well, we're trying to tell people not to not to use it. Yeah. Or if you want to go have a nice laugh. Yeah. Go for it, right? Like, why not? Check it out. Uh, let's see. And there's two more left. Why don't you guys take these last two? Uh, one okay. is City Plane 3D Airplane Pilot Flight Simulator. This is actually more of an actual uh, airplane mm-hmm. pilot than an RC simulator. And I don't know how good that's going to be as a free download. Uh, it's more like a game. Uh, one of the reviews I saw was one star cartoon and ads before you even get to play. What a winner of a game. <laughs> I installed it just before I could get the game to load. It showed me two videos and ads. Just what I was hoping for. <laughs> Perfect review here. Meh. <laughs> what says? Or the other <laughs> one. Bad. Fake pictures, horrible graphics, horrible game. Okay. I like that. Meh. But he gave it three stars. I know. <laughs> Well, he didn't say it sucks. He just said meh. So basically, uh, for other than the first couple, I mean, telling people to stay away from this. And what's the last one he's got here? I can't wait to see how unique this one is. Airplane Flight Simulator RC by RC i6 Games. Free download. Well, at least it says RC in it. Yeah. So that's a step above from the last three. And I love the setting. You're on a you're on a little house on the side of a lake, where there's an RC runway uh, on the other side of your fence, and a looks like a yellow Camaro in the driveway. And one of your yeah. missions, it looks like, is to put out the fire that somebody started on top of your yellow Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to take off and land on a runway. Emergency land on the water. Take water and extinguish the fires. Land on a carrier aircraft. Yeah, I don't know. And that's how it's written. Land on a carrier aircraft. (laughs) Explode balloons. Dodge bird strikes. Bird strikes. I don't, I mean, is this RC? I don't think this is RC either. Even though it says RC in the name, it doesn't have anything that leads me to believe it's RC. It seems more like a regular aircraft sim. Yeah. I think the planes are like 10 scale, so. That's why it's RC. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure it sucks. So, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, of all this list, the only thing on here legitimate is Real Flight, and Real Flight is a legitimate sim. It's it's a yes. good sim for airplanes. Yes. It's a decent sim for helis. I mean, way better than any of this other crap ever yeah. thought about being. Real Flight's the real deal. So, I wouldn't be afraid of that at all. And if you want to fly planes, that's kind of the only option I'm aware of, unless there's something new out that I'm not heard of. 
you guys know of anything? Um, you know, we what? have three or four for Haley's, but I'm not aware of anything for planes. No, I don't know. Yeah, not for RC planes. I mean, for yeah, for RC, I'm speaking for about full 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 size uh, airplanes. I know that um, actually Microsoft Flight Simulator is putting out a new new version of their sim, which looks amazing. I saw some mm-hmm. uh, shots from that in a video. Can you still fly those in third-person view, like from the tower? Because you could pretend it's RC if you did that. Yeah, I used to do that with one of the helicopters, but then I didn't have the actual controller either. At yeah, that time. I did it with a joystick, too. Yeah. It was the hardest shit. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to, like, slam on on the simulators that are the full scale simulators. But, uh, I think the Microsoft one, if it comes out as good as what I've seen, it'll be pretty amazing. I'll probably, you know, pick it up, check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there is, uh, DCS is another one that are, I'm, we're talking full scale now. Uh, that is an amazing simulator because every switch and knob you would have to turn in the real, whatever model you have, mm-hmm. You have to turn it, throw, you know, switch the switch on or whatever you have to do in the correct sequence to get the the plane started up. And, uh, you know, flying, it's uh, very realistic. I think they give you a P-51. So I've, I've flown a few missions with P-51. and So I guess I'm just sitting in the cockpit looking around wondering what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Yeah, so yeah. There's no way I would figure out how to get that started. And it's amazing. Like, I never knew what went into getting a jet started i mean i can i could tell it was pretty complex but one of our friends does have a button that says start start button that you hold down yeah right that was the emergency brake on i just gonna put that off and i I go yeah (laughs) i'm flying with my directional on for like 500 miles but yeah but uh <laughs> but dude, I didn't realize what what was what really went into firing up some of those jets, man. And one of our friends has the A10, and he was giving me the rundown. There's like 50 different steps to actually get that thing moving and into the air with you know all the electronics and the starting of the engines and stuff like that. Unbelievable. And mm-hmm. for the sim to actually have that, I really like that. And I'm a little bit yeah. like, cool. are we training? the Taliban with these things too you like I don't know you know but whatever I, re- I really think it's amazing but part of me sometimes thinks uh maybe it's a little too much information <laughs> you know uh, uh how to jump in an F15 or, or you know F18 and take off in it oh talking about that you were home Sunday right Kevin yeah yeah did you hear outside there were they were doing some like flybys with I don't know look like a F14 Tomcat with the wings spread out. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, it went right over my house. And supposedly, there was um, some type, like, because it's a TFR, there was some type of sighting of something in the air. And, oh. uh, because of TFR and freaking, you know, the Air Force got called in. Oh, and they wow. did some flyover. Yeah, it was crazy because, you know, you hear, like, a rumble. And you're like, what the, what the fuck is that? What the hell is that? You go outside and it's getting louder and then you can tell it's a jet. And then all of a sudden, I just saw it pass right over my house, like a little bit to the left. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I, and and I was so like dumbfounded. I had my phone in my hand, but I was just like, <gasps> "You know?" And I watched it fly right over. It. I didn't even take a video or nothing. I was like, "Oh man, that's so cool!" 
And my wife looked it up, and yeah, it was like because Trump, you know, we had a TFR because of Trump um, flying to Bedminster that on Sunday, I guess he was flying out and there was some unauthorized plane or something in the air. I hope it wasn't an RC. I, I know. I know. I was like, I'm like, I hope it wasn't some, a some old drone guy or some shit or plane. know anything or watch yeah. anything. He's out there with this freaking Fokker or something. <laughs> right. In this guy. Oh, I, I just looked it up real quick. It says that. Uh, Did they say what it was? They said, yeah, uh, it was a private plane that flew into a restricted ah. space near Bedminster, according to Federal Aviation Administration. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And I don't know what Jetta was, but it flew by. It sounded so cool. It was so loud. I loved it. You know, but, like, it was loud. You felt the rumble. But we have to. We can't fly. We have to stop flying. But, of course. Of course. Yeah, it says, um, I guess, I would love to know the outcome of this, but it says mm-hmm. the North American Aerospace Defense Command uh, dispatched an AF-15 fighter jet to intercept a Cessna yeah. 172 that entered restricted <laughs> space. Oh, that guy must have shit his pants. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, my God. I wonder God. if he also, like, so I wonder what happened with that, right? Like, this guy takes a full scale, you know, a full scale airplane. Like, yeah, yes. it's a Cessna. It's small, but still, it's a full scale plane and flies in restricted space. Um, you know, are they going to just slap him wrist and say, oh, well, you know, next time pay attention to the TFRs and whatever. And, um, and don't do this, right? Or maybe get a fine. Maybe get a small fine or something. You might get a large fine. I don't know. Maybe a large, yeah. Well, I it want- says, it goes on to say, temporary flight restrictions are set around Morristown and Bedminster Township when Trump visits his golf club. Cor- yeah. club. Uh, pilots yeah. are required to receive prior approval to fly in the restricted zones. The pilot in Saturday's incident, who hadn't been given proper clearance, wasn't in contact with air traffic controllers and was rerouted to land at Sussex County Airport. Upon landing, the pilot said, I'm just the planker, damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <I'm> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, so I guess he had to go to Sussex Airport. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably got they escorted, escorted and said, you're yeah. landing. Like, the, you know, find the jet sitting next to little sister. That got a bit of sight, man. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive, though. I'm sure some of our listeners would know, but now that I'm thinking about it, probably get a suspension of your private license. Yeah, of right. Pilot license and possibly a fine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, yeah, right, something like that serious. Like the, I mean, it, it's logical they'd take your license away for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, there's got to be a dozen videos of people <laughs> with their cell phones out recording this fighter going over. Yeah, it was loud. F-15. It was, yeah. It was an F-15? Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, they they come in low enough and go quick enough. They can bust yeah. your windows and... Uh, oh, yeah. I know that. I'm telling you, it was loud. It was rumbling. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how low it was, but it was low enough that I could see, like, yeah, you it was could a tell fighter what, jet. Yeah, right, right. You could tell what <laughs> model know, it, it was. It had yeah. some armament on it. I was like, oh, wow. shit. I wonder... I'm intrigued to where that, like, that fighter jet came from. Yeah, where did they take off from, right? Where are they based in this area? Is there uh, any? I know down in what used to be Fort Dix is now like the combined area. That's uh, a little south of Bedminster there in the central part of New Jersey. Okay. Because the only other place I know is um, the one by like South Jersey, you know, when we get off the exits. Um, Andrews? No, what's. Yeah, I think I that is Andrews. Or is something. it Andrews? Yeah. Air Force? Uh, yeah. I think so. I don't know. 
Yeah, but but, but yeah. dude, in those those fighters, dude, they could be in here in no time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. They can cover a lot of ground quick. Yeah, like South Jersey to North West Jersey. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, thirty seconds. <laughs> like down yeah. There. yeah, right here. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's crazy, um, man. Okay, I guess uh, let's move it on then. Sure. We're on to the planker segment. Oh boy, planker oh, segment. We have one. We have one, and I probably should say that I spoke to the planker this week, and he said, "Hey, I need to tell the listeners that when I said I was taking a break, doesn't mean that I was taking a break. Break. Just he was taking a break from the epic, uh, you know, over five minute uh, large episodes that he was producing." And I told him, I said, you know, yeah, just don't don't make it a job. Do whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah. But he uh, he loves all the response he's been getting to him, and uh, he's been having a ball with it. So. Yeah. Mike and is I doing just, a, I love an how, amazing uh, job. Yeah, and I love how like Ian got involved too now, and so yeah. like it's like it's growing, you know. I love it. Shaggy got involved. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Lax, right? Steve Shaw. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Andrew Lee. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right, so let's play the planker. <laughs> Shit, now we're kind of Miata. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting desperate. A Miata disassembly? Yeah. Just disassembly, no reassembly yet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Is it sturdy? Do you think it's okay? It's sturdy. Like, I mean, it's sturdy, but I don't know. It still sucks. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like George Lynch from the 80s, man. Dude. <laughs> I'm so freaking excited about planes. I love this. Yes. I love them all. I'm going to get a jet fly 200 miles an hour. <laughs> now I'm going to get a multi-rotor. I'm going to make it do search and rescue. Wait, how high do these go? How long is the very last? Oh, I'm going to get in a hobby. I'm going to get 80-inch waterboard for my first <laughs> plane this afternoon. What's the best radio? What should I buy? Oh, shit. (laughs) Hello, and thank you for calling the Free Fall RC Podcast. 
Since the guys don't give a shit about their listeners they gave the job of answering the phone to me. Oh. This is Mike D's IX12 here, those jerk offs will get what's coming to them soon enough. Meanwhile you can leave your pathetic human message at the beep. Hello Steve, <laughs> this is Evan from Heli Hover Adventures in Green Park, uh, Delaware. Uh, we did receive your reservation uh, for a heated pilot station with a heated lazy boy. Also, your 12 gallons of heli fuel will be ready when you arrive. Please nice. remember our recommendation about no dose. Bring lots. <laughs> this is Santa. And a big hello to all you at Freefall RG Podcast. I want to let you know, I did receive your letters, and you boys will be happy to know I'll bring you all the things you asked for. Ho, 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 and a Merry Christmas. Hey, boys, this is Marco, Santa's administrative assistant. Oh, uh, you may have received a call from the fat man. I'm sorry to tell you, we have to make adjustments. So, let me go down my little list here. Candy. Sorry, can't find uh, a village people playset. That's what you wanted, but it's kind of weird. How about a Barbie instead? Kevin, your list is no problem. We have everything you asked for, and just, just don't tell the other guys. Steve, Santa's not bringing you sex, to- sex toys. We don't do that. And we heard about what happened with last year's uh, gerbil. So I had to update Jeez. your file. I think Santa this year is going to bring you some self-help books. Hey, Andy and Stephen, Kevin, it's Mike D. the Planker. Um, Merry Christmas, guys. I enjoy working with you, and I hope everything, um, I hope your holidays and your new year is wonderful. Thanks for everything, guys. All right, got it. I don't know. Think those assholes will believe that shit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> As long as they're check crews, I don't give a shit. Coming soon. Working. Uh. Nice. And that's it. Sweet. Awesome. That was good. Yeah, I like it. I like the the mix. Yep. All right, let's move it to news and announcements. Okay, news and announcements. All right. What do we have here? Something I saw last week is the FCC finds Hobby King. What? $2.8 million for selling unauthorized transmitters. Really? Mm. Yep. FCC issues a $2.8 million fine against Hobby King for marketing non-compliant transmitters used to relay video from drones to am- amateur drone operators that could apparently operate on unauthorized radio frequencies and power levels. Yep. Yeah, we kind of knew that. Well, wasn't this like known maybe like five, six years ago, right? Well, they they got fined in trouble for doing the Orange RX uh-huh. 
um, yeah. radios, but sounds like this is for the video transmitters. This, yeah. this came about several, I seem like about two or three years ago, and it's probably just been tied up in court this long. Yeah, yeah. One, once you get into frequencies and power levels, the government really has an issue with that. I thought this was maybe a different one because wasn't the other one to do with the the two point four gigahertz radio transmitters and receivers? That could be, but I I that probably didn't stick in my head as much as this did when we were talking about okay. this like five six years ago. That okay. that that once you got over, I think it was two hundred fifty milliwatts or whatever it was, yeah, or two hundred fifty watts. Uh, I know I, have, oh, yeah. I think it's milliwatts because I have the six hundred, yeah. and I was like. Well, my 600 is is breaking the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Yep. I didn't know Hobby King was still in business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but after this $2.8 million fine, that's a big hit. Yeah. Yeah, especially right now. Mm-hmm. What things it's... the hobby is. Yeah. And FCC is, you know, they, it's not just Hobby King that they went after. I think Get FPV, they try to go after them or... um Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. So they had to like basically s- stop selling certain items because of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very interesting. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I think it was though the way they marketed them. It, it was like they were advertised as one thing, but something else because it's not it's not against the law to buy something that will transmit over that range yeah you just have to have your um a ham radio license right yeah but i'm just saying it's not up to uh you know a a dealer wholesaler retailer to um ensure that somebody has the proper license it's not like like three weapons so i I think it was to do with how it was advertised yeah probably what what the limits were and what they were actually producing yeah or it could have been labeled as one thing and actually putting out something else. Oh, that's, that's true. Because a lot of stuff, you know, it, I think as long as the seller says, you know, may only be used by licensed whatever, right? then they're kind of okay. Because yeah, you can buy a lot of crap that you don't have a license for. Right. But as long as they say, you know, only authorized for whatever. Yeah, I'm reading actually the the actual what is this? Um, the forfeiture order. Yeah. And yeah, it says Hobby King marketed unauthorized equipment. There are 65 models of AV transmitters marketed by Hobby King, and the frequencies were not certified under some FCC rule. Okay. And so, but just power, it was totally different frequencies. It was yeah, like and they just like they need to be certified and didn't do it. Yeah, and okay. and yeah. it uh, says and Hobby King does not argue otherwise, so they're not yeah. disagreeing to this that they did this. So, wow, interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah, wow. Sometimes <laughs> you can get by with it. Sometimes it bites yeah. you. Yes. I mean, who knows, right? Like they might have made fifty million off it. Of, you know, <laughs> like you never know, right? Yeah, like they right, might have right, made right. fifty million from from this venture of you know of not getting certified and not having to pay all those fees and certification costs and time, right? That's true. And they have to pay two two point eight, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Or yep. was it two point eight or twenty eight? No, two point eight. Yeah. Two point eight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Like 
But anyways, let's uh, move it on. Ooh, this was a fun one. Kraken 580 Nitro pre-orders. <laughs> yes. Open, uh, saying ships around August 27th. Mm-hmm. And the price is $819. Yeah. Ooh. So our predictions... Okay, let's let's go let's go for the most wrong to the to the most accurate. Yeah, right? you want me to go through them? Yeah, go for it. The one that was the most wrong <laughs> would be our resident uh, team SAB USA, Steve, yes. with his guess of eight hundred and fifty nine dollars. See, I, I I love my goblins. I value them higher than they actually sell for. <laughs> That's actually still pretty close, though. It's only forty dollars yeah. off. Yeah, the yeah, next mm-hmm. the next guy that was uh, pretty wrong also is me with eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> the resident only fine helis pilot. Yes, correct. Also, our resident news and announcement person, right? Yes, like- correct. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the the next two are pretty close. Yeah. Next on the list is Kevin with eight hundred and twenty nine dollars. Ten dollars off. Ten bucks off. Hmm. And George with the closest guess of eight hundred and ten. Nine dollars yes. off. Nice. Good and job, was- George. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell y'all, but they sent me a couple of them to demo. <laughs> so I already knew. That's funny. Um- <laughs> Um, if we're, you know, it's funny because he won, he's the closest, George was the closest, but if we were doing price of right rules, he's the one that came closest without going over too. So uh, either way, if we were doing prices, right rules, I probably would have said $1. No, you would have said eight (laughs) eleven. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Yep. Eight eleven. Awesome. Yeah. Good job, George. All right. Good job. Yeah. Eight hundred nineteen bucks, and it comes Not with blades. Bad. So that's yeah. that's a that's a reasonable price. Damn, that's pretty yeah, awesome. I see that. Yeah. that is freaking amazing. Should be a badass little heli. Yeah, I can't wait. Eh, it's not that little. A badass medium heli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get one, Steve? Oh yeah, my pre-order is oh, already yeah. ordered two. Oh, oh yeah, I guess I could have put that in uh in what I've been doing. Yeah, I pre ordered this. As soon as I heard and I saw it online, I was like, Oh, pre order. Can I come over to that money tree this weekend? Um yeah. make a send little me troll. a couple branches. I'll, I'll <laughs> pick some transplants yeah. and stuff. Yeah, can I take a cutting off of that? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll cut a little bit off, we'll graft it onto a tree, it'll be good. Yeah. Send it to Andy and George. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Next on the list, uh I wanted to mention the International radio-controlled helicopter Jamboree, or as we like to call it, Urcha, is happening next week. Um, as we've said, unfortunately, none of us are going to be able to attend. Yeah. Um, I I have a bit of FOMO, to be honest. Yeah. I actually think yeah. this will be a, go, a really fun year to be there, even though there will be less people. The people that are there should have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't work out for me to go. Sponsor list is pretty interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get the damn Facebook thing to open up on my iPad, and it's not cooperating because it sucks. You want uh, me to read it? Yes, read them off for us, would you? Um, 
they start off by saying a big thank you to all the 2020 sponsors, promoters, and yes. exhibitors this year. Yes, thank you. Platinum sponsor is Horizon Hobby, and they're the only one. The uh-huh. silver sponsor is Contronic, and that's the only one. And the promoters are Cajun Aircraft, Futaba US- USA, Miniature Aircraft USA, Nick's Ma- Nick Maxwell Products, Peak Aircraft, Scorpion Power Systems, and XL Power. And the exhibitors are Gas Powered Thoughts, Heli Direct, Random Heli, RC Bearings, and Toys Forever Models and Hobbies. I just thought it was interesting the first one when I saw Horizon Hobby as the platinum sponsor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're always a platinum sponsor, though. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, Blade Haley's. They always got a big tent, big oh, that's display. True. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One of the top ones. That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. Thanks yeah. everyone for supporting it. Yes, um, thank you. Everyone. You know, even though we're not going to be there, I want to support Urcha, and um, so I'm glad people are are stepping in to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope everyone has fun. Try to be safe. You know, don't take too many risks, but it should be a should be a fun event. Yeah. Yep. What do we got next here? Something from Motion RC? Yeah, I saw uh, F-18 uh, as something they had as new. Uh, it's a gray-based uh, F-18C, a 90-millimeter EDF. Nice size. Yeah. Good size, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't something think like, it's new, though. It's not new? I thought it was on their new... Maybe it's a no, gray. I think he just probably... You know, put it out there as a you know Facebook ad or something. But yeah, it's been out a while. Okay, I thought it was it's, new. It's only a really good flying plane. I, I've uh, got one and put the um, the uh, afterburner light kit in it, the dual one. Nice by, uh, by uh, lightburner.com, and man, that thing is bright. Got two blow torches out the back of it. Mm. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, you can put an 80 millimeter or 90 millimeter in it. Comes with little inserts that, you know, convert the uh, the cavity to 80 millimeter if you want to go with a smaller fan. Okay. Cool. Do we have anything else? I don't know if you guys had heard about this, but uh, NASA is sending a helicopter to Mars. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, about a couple of years ago. Yeah, a while back, about a year ago. If it's the same one, it's a real low head speed, got big giant cord blades. It's gonna fly around, take pictures. Well, we might have announced it a couple, you know, a year ago, but uh, it's actually launching. I think this this within the week, something like that. I think. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Uh, I remember seeing something about the the um, thing launching here, but I kind of forgot about it. That's cool. Yeah, and it's going to be bringing a rover down. Um, and I thought it was fascinating that, you know, it was going to travel with the rover uh, 61 million miles and then get to the surface of Mars and be, only be able to travel uh, half a mile as a helicopter. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. okay. It's a coaxial. Yeah, it's a coaxial helicopter. Uh, I guess it's something they're going to try. It's 
It's it's it's pretty interesting though because I know Mars's atmosphere is like a one hundredth of what Earth's is. So in order to get that thing up off the ground, they're gonna have to right. spin those blades pretty quick. It's got right. a little bit less gravity, so that helps. Yeah, but it's it, but when I was reading about it, it's um, that's why it has those big, big, wide, weird shaped blades, and I think it goes like a real low head speed. Oh, really? I guess to conserve energy. But, yeah, it's a low head speed with big, wide coaxial blades. Okay. You'd think they would, which I guess it would be too hard to do. It'd be cool if it could, like, fly a quarter of a mile and then come back and recharge. Well, that's what I was thinking, quarter yeah. Mile the other way. Solar, uh, you know, it could land you know, and recharge, yeah. Uh-huh. I'd say that's be difficult to work out. That's what it does. It has solar power and recharges on its own. It weighs oh, four okay. pounds. The counter-rotating blades spin about 2,400 RPMs, but for that size, I'm looking at the spec sheet here. It's pretty uh, low, rotors, But the rotor span is 4 feet, 1.2 meters, okay. so that's like... It's not that small. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm guessing Just disregard pitch. everything I said. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know shit about shit. But uh, the key features have a wireless communication system, counter-rotating blades that spin about 2,400 with computers, navigation centers, and two cameras, one color and one black and white. That's pretty cool. That's, that's, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's going to be interesting to see, like, a video, like an FPV video of, uh, you know, Mars. That'd be really uh-huh. cool. I wonder if the FCC or the FAA has jurisdiction on Mars and will be fine. Nope. NASA. No. Nope. No for, TFRs out for, there. For transmitting. No TFRs on Mars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, this so is pretty I, cool stuff. I got basically everything wrong. <laughs> no. 2400, I think, for that big of a blade is pretty small. Like, pretty slow. No. Nah. I thought that was kind of quick, man. 47. For 47. Yeah. yeah. That small. I mean, that's not that low. I was thinking, I mean, you know, I read about this like a year ago. Uh-huh. I was thinking it was like 1500 or something really low. But. Well, a lot of stuff could have changed, too, in a year. Sure, right. Yeah, I don't know. Ingenuity, that's the name of it. Ingenuity. I hope it uh-huh. doesn't get up there and tip over on the first. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> tip like, over. Oh, damn base it. Strike. Boom, oh. boom strike. Pop off. <laughs> Leg pops right. off. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, imagine. Oh. They plug the battery into the battery. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> right? It just catches on fire first yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, damn it. No, that would be that would be awesome to see some actually like motion video of Mars, you know? That'd be mm. really cool. The blades are made like, you know, our blades. They're made out of carbon fiber of a foam core. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I yeah, think Grey tough. Eagle's got some old home movies of Mars. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. It's one of the things I thought of when I heard that story. Yeah, so flight range is about 300 meters. And about five meters high. It doesn't go that high. No. Yeah, this is 1% of the dense. Uh, the atmosphere is 1% of Earth's dense atmosphere. Okay. So, which is interesting because it's four pounds on Earth, but it becomes 1.5 pounds on Mars because the gravity is so much less, too. Ah, okay. Mm. Very cool. Yeah, and saying uh, the batteries, the solar power chargers can charge the lithium-ion batteries, providing enough energy for a 90-second flight. 
per well, Martian day. That was, that was the other thing I was wondering. Like, are they sending lipos up there, or I guess lithium ion? Huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I think lithium ion is probably the. I don't know. I would say kind of like the most stable of like the bigger batteries, like for cars and stuff, right? So yeah. So yeah, it's the more one of the more stable lithium uh-huh. compositions. Yeah, so that's awesome. Sweet. All right. What else we got? Okay. So this is the last thing I had, and it's something I came up with driving around listening to a bunch of podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, right. Mainly the Skids Up podcast. Uh, I came up, and I don't condone drinking, so I don't want to say do this at home, but drink responsibly if you do. I came up with the, and it's still a work in progress, the Skids Up or Javier drinking game. You take a drink every time he says the following. Biblical proportion. Uh, <laughs> I can only fly on Saturday. The old RCHN days. Uh, goblin, but you have to say it goblin the way he says it. I, I don't even know how he says it. Goblin? Goblin, yeah. Goblin? Or goblin. if he says heli freak, take a drink. And it's oh, a work, man. like I said, it's a work in progress. trash in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, before he's done with his air cold five minute segment. Well, you might actually, um, get through it in one sitting if you, if you, uh, play along. I don't know. Yeah. Basically finishing it off in the hospital room for alcohol poisoning, but sure. Yeah. I might give it a try. Who knows? All right. I think uh, that's going to be Friday Sim Session. Friday Sim Session. We're going to yep. blast good stuff, and we're going to play a tricky game while we sit. No, I, I do have to tell you, though, that everybody out there is doing a great job with the podcast, man. Um, Telerotor's doing a fantastic job. Like their, their last episode, uh, I really think uh, Rich was a... Uh, welcome, you know, addition to the show, and it's uh, it's been they've been doing a good job, man. All the all the podcasts, man. Everyone that we mentioned at the end, except for you, Matt Ruddick. Who? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So let's move it on, man. All right, and please, if you do do the skits up drinking game, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts while they drive. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame us when you're shit faced and you fall and break your head. Yeah, yes. don't drink and drive, and don't drink. Uh, if you if you haven't drunk before, don't drink. Yes, I guess is the best way to say it. Well, yeah. George, call us same free fall down. Sex. Yeah, free fall down. Yeah, <laughs> same thing with sex. If you haven't done it yet, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. What's next for you in the hobby? I don't know what's next for you. Steve? I need to go first because go, go I forgot Andy. to mention something with uh, about last week. Okay, uh, I told you guys my birthday was on Friday, and I don't pay a whole lot of attention to birthdays. You know, whatever. It's an, kind of another day. I mean, if you're going to do anything, I would say celebrate the decades. You know, forty. So I was like, yeah, awesome. okay, I'm yeah. forty. Mm-hmm. But I was completely and totally blown away by all the birthday wishes and happy birthdays i got from people all over the freaking world oh that's awesome man i started getting uh messages from australia on thursday because as you know australians live in the future Mm -hmm. so i mean you know (laughs) they they are the future 
I think Mark Ricci was the first one at like four thirty on yep, Thursday, the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to thank everyone that sent me a message. I chatted with uh, uh, another dude from Australia and uh, lots of people from all over the U.S. So I just wanted to, the, the the listeners that sent me messages. I really appreciate it. It, it was really cool to to hear from everyone. So awesome. Um, and what's next for me in the hobby? Uh-huh. Um, 3D printing. <laughs> that is all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, that's probably all I'll do. Play with that. I might fly some, maybe. Yeah. Try to sim this Friday. I'll go next, dude. Yeah, aside from simming this Friday, I got to get out and fly this weekend because I'm going to probably be working the following weekend again. Maybe. I might be able to get out Saturday the following weekend. But, um,. Yeah, I got to get some shit in the air this uh, this weekend. I haven't flown in a while. If Trump's in town, dude, I'm not on call, so I might go down to uh, South Jersey. I don't know. We'll see. See where I wind up. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. Don't risk flying because you might get. No, I don't want an F-18, F-15, F-15 yeah, coming F-15 after me. Shot yeah. up your ass. Yeah. Holy cow. What a way to go. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> i don't need that shit but i'll probably still work on a couple more things around here uh but dude i definitely want to I, I gotta go through some of the old planes i got out in the shed to get rid of some stuff because uh-huh. uh man i'm just my go-to is that oxy 5 and that 690 and it's been really good for me this year yeah so yeah that's it what about you, awesome. Steve or George? I'll go next. Mine's going to be real simple. Um, I think I'm driving down to Virginia this weekend. So, oh, yep, that's my weekend. Another house? Looking at some more homes? Uh, potentially, I think so, yeah. All right, cool. So, All right, what about you, George? Well, probably more of the same. I'm going to try to get out and fly a little bit more. It has cooled down here some. Nice. So it's not, you know, 100 degrees every day pretty nice today as a matter of fact Mm. but yeah that's my goal i want to get my mom out and put some flights on it and just um i don't know get some of these helicopters that i haven't flown in a while out and yeah finish a couple more i've got a little 500 size um i guess the uh, 109 i need Mm -hmm. to put together i mean the airframe you know the helicopter's flying but i just need to put it in the fuselage and of course, just keep feeding these three D printers. <laughs> nice, yeah. You, know. <laughs> you halfway through that pallet of filament yet? Now let's see. I've I got ten rolls the other day, and I've already burnt through two of them. Wow, man! That was when. Let's see. Oh, I got them. Yeah, I got them Friday. Nice. You know. I'm only about I'll halfway. Say, I, I'll just, I will say too that uh, that uh, JMO, was it J? Yeah, JMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Technologies uh, PLA. It's really doing good. I, I bought um, a bunch of the silver, which is actually gray, but um, I, I really like it. It's doing really good. It seems strong. It doesn't seem brittle. I'll tell you one not to use. CC Tree. That's just the way it's spelled on the roll. Um, 
F-C-C-T-R-E-E. It is the worst stuff I've ever seen. It's broken on the roll. You can see down in the roll where it's oh, broken. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Horrible. Horrible stuff. But, yeah, I like the, the hatch box and this new JMO Technologies stuff seems to be really good, and it's made in the USA. So, it's just a win-win. I asked him about getting it in OD Green. He said, sure, we can custom make you a batch. So. I think I gotta <laughs> roll it out this week. I gotta try it out. The JMO stuff. I ordered oh, one you, roll. Yeah. What color did you get? I don't even know. I gotta open up the package to find out. <laughs> He's like, I don't remember. It um, comes with a little tube of this bed treatment stuff you can put on. It's supposed to make it magic good. better when it cools down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a liquid. It's not like a stick or anything. It's yeah, just like water, but. Yeah, George was funny before the show. We should tell our listeners because I don't know if it's going to make it into the bloopers or not. But uh, George was saying how he was the guy that was had like the record for flying consecutively, and now he's shooting for the record of not flying consecutively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went almost two weeks, and uh, yeah, after going for over three years flying every yeah. single day. Yeah, I tell you, it's it got to be a lot of pressure. I mean, I didn't even realize it, but oh, I'm sure feeling much better now. Awesome. Okay, but that's that's it for me. Busy at work. All right. Yeah, work's been crazy. Okay, uh, let's move on to listener pipeline. Uh, listener pipeline. It is. We have two calls uh, that came in from last week. One was on Saturday, and here we, we'll, we'll play that one. Hey, guys. It's uh, Paul over at uh, Pika Moose Guitars wishing you guys a happy and a healthy weekend with your no-fly. Um, and I just had an idea. Maybe it might be a good idea to put up the Freefall RC Sim Session on YouTube in the Freefall. Um, RC YouTube channel, kind of along the lines of what, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Rotor Heads, um, yep. podcast. That was out about a year and change ago. Anyway, just an idea that, uh, people might want to actually see the sim session on YouTube. So, that's it. Great job. Wonderful show. La, la, la. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love oh, it. Shit. That was uh, awesome. Good idea. I, that is a good idea. I was 30 idea. seconds into it before I realized it wasn't a prank or something. <laughs> the actual real listener. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea, man. If mm. I can figure that out, I'd, I'll do it. I'll get it going. And then yeah. I can keep the chat window open and, and talk to, um, I guess, the chat. I don't know. All right, so here's the next one from today. Hey, Freefall guys, what's going on? Man, oh, man, y'all are changing the format. I don't know if that's good uh -huh. or bad, but now y'all have kind of moved into maybe like a 3D printing kind of show. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Actually, I've been thinking back into pretty 3D printer. Uh, listening to Andy talk about heroes is kind of like listening to a, a weekly soap opera. You know, they ordered it, didn't ship it, ordered it again, didn't ship it, didn't get it yet. It might be in again tomorrow. We've heard that story a couple times before. 
Uh, <laughs> then you got the planker who's taking a, uh, a vacation. He's going to take a little bit of quiet time. Man, what's up with that? <laughs> I'm thinking salary cut is what I'm really thinking. Yeah. Uh, I, I said it Mrs. Simmons last Friday night. Uh, I had a big tough choice, either uh, barbecue with a bunch of friends, barbecued ribs, southern style, which was really good, uh, or and also it happened to be National Margarita Night, or uh, send them with my buddies. And so I ended up going with uh, a crowd of, uh, I don't know, about 30 or 40 people having ribs and margaritas. I haven't had COVID yet. I figured it might be a good opportunity to go ahead and jump on that bandwagon. Uh, <laughs> we started out even covered up, and the next thing you know, it was uncovered, and it was just wild and crazy. Anyway, guys, uh-huh. thanks again for all you do. Hope you're doing well. This is uh, Steve, not Mr. Miata Steve. This is uh, Steve <laughs> Florida. Uh, hope you all are doing fine, and uh, nice chatting to you one more time. I should call up about six more times and have nothing else to say. See uh-huh. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to add, when Steve was talking about being not covered up, he wasn't talking about mask. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. that's what I figured. <laughs> what they call those key parties? Yeah, uh, you know, in Florida, you can't you be know. doing that anymore, Andy. You, you're over over thirty, so over thirty nine can't be participating. Hey, I'm Dude. I'm fifty five. Stephen Florida can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. Yep. Remember the age limits. You know all that stuff changes when you get down down there. When you get down to Florida, people are a little more crazier. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you stay out of you the. You guess uh, you better be learning pretty damn. I know. No, yeah. I got to stay out of what's that place? Um, the village. I'll be all right. <laughs> oh man! All right. <laughs> Do you have anything? Any other? Uh, that was what? it. Those two. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, it is 973-936-8936. All right. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. All right. Okay. Let's wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap it up. We are at 1,315 Facebook likes. Jeez. That is the same number we had last week, but we have plus one today. So, okay. And the name is... Sean Miller. All right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Mm. I can't know who that is. I'm sure you Interesting. <laughs> Something tells me you know a lot of Millers. George. I've had a lot of Millers. Had a lot of Millers. Knows a lot of Millers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Facebook comments. Oh, dude. I wanted to mention this comment. On Facebook, actually, uh, wanted to help out our buddy Mark Ritchie. I saw this pop up. Mark's such a good dude. He's from Australia. We've had him on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Always posting every week with pictures from the event that he had, you know, on that weekend, which is just a normal fun fly or just a normal, you know, group getting together at the field and looks like they're having a blast every weekend. And he does a little write up, so it's a it's a great read, you know, once a week and. Uh, so he was reaching out to the Heli Hangout saying, hey, guys, I just installed the Tribunus 130SC with a Scorpion 5425 uh, Ultimate in a Heli last night, uh, 12S setup, connected to Neo and V-Touch. This is his first Scorpion setup and experience. Hook up the wiring and everything worked out fine the first time on the screen. The Neo can see the Tribunus. On the app and come up on the screen, I was able to reverse the motor direction. Okay, via 
feet control. The issue is when I flick out of run mode and go to idle bailout, the deceleration on the motor is very severe. So much that it, it, that the heli kicked around on the skids sitting on the bench. No blades. He thought it might be a brake issue, but he can't find the brake value in the, uh, setting in the V control Scorpion app. I thought that would be in the, in the ESC, wouldn't it? And a couple guys answered, uh, can you spin the rotor head freely in direction? It rotates. One guy, Michael George said it is normal, but I'm not sure why it kicked that hard. Carmelo Fazio said, have you checked the AR value? It could be too high. Ronald Thomas said default setting will not cause a hard break. Did you go and change them? Also, if you, you didn't say if you were using VBAR gov or not. Um, so if anybody's got a, Idea. He said he's using the VBAR gov. Just uh, want to jump on RC Heli Hangout and maybe uh, let Mark Ritchie know if he doesn't have a answer to his problem by Friday. I, I figured I'd mention that because I saw it. I know Mark's a good dude. Good. He does a lot for the hobby, so huh? you know. Uh, other than that, let me look on our page. Uh, the last episode, old as shit, is out. Uh, where we talked about our experiences getting older in the hobby. We had a few comments. I said, uh, thought, uh, the audio was getting a little screwed up. I figured out what the problem was after only after we were done. And David Hill said, and I thought you were just getting old. <laughs> uh, great. Thanks, dude. Um, Rod Gullet said, after hearing Gray Eagle episode, my wife accidentally hearing it. I'm not even allowed to listen to you guys anymore. She was, let's say, a tad freaked out. Oh, uh, Rod, you got to let her listen to one of our normal episodes. <laughs> Once we do one, know, I'll let you hell? know which one that'll be. <laughs> um, Gregory Sullivan said, Great show, Mike D. If you could just get rid of those other guys talking about 3D printers, it would be a perfect show. <laughs> I love that comment. Um, nice. Just kidding. Keep up the great work. Keep them coming. I said, Greg, you made my day. Uh, Yusef Pirgali said, I have been in a hobby of model aircraft and now heli since I was 11. I am now uh -huh. 63. For me, it is getting easier, not harder. I used to spend the day putting weeks or... I used to spend day, weeks putting balsa models together and doping and painting it and then crashing it. Had no experience. Today, everything is ready to fly. Only helis give me the build experience. And even that is getting easier with the cracking cable management, etc. There's also H1 from FlySky, which gives me GPS. Fly bars for helis. Don't even need to fly it anymore. <laughs> I have learned so much in skills I use every day for model making, electronics, material building, uh, hand tools, uh, mechanical engineering, whole universal skills in one hobby. I love it. Awesome. Which is sure. yeah, which is true, man. I, I the same thing. You know, I, I think the same thing with the this hobby, man. I have to have mechanical skills and troubleshooting skills. And then you got to have some flying skills and. Yeah. Uh, and Steve, our buddy Steve Wattenberg said, only George is maybe old enough to be referred to, to this way. FYI, I turned 59 this year. And that was it. Well, happy birthday, Steve. A mere child. 
You're, you're, mm-hmm. he's, uh, <laughs> Uh, geez. 57. And that's all I saw on uh, Facebook. I mean, I posted a couple more pictures of R2 and the electronics and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But that's what I saw uh, on as comments on our last episode. Okay. Visitor post. Okay. Yeah, Ian Jill posted six days ago, but it seemed like the, the post got taken down or something. Uh-oh. Or deleted. But... I'm hoping, I don't know, but he posted four days ago something amazing. Yes. So, playing in the theater sometime this century, hopefully, the Planker production presents Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Park. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> and it has our faces all over it, and the Planker, I don't know, what what Mike sees himself as. <laughs> the image, <laughs> the self-image of Mike the the planker. Um, yes, <laughs> this is hilarious. I love it. But yeah, you got to check it out if you haven't. And we have a bunch of comments, so let's uh, let's read them off. Uh, Kevin said, "Ha ha ha ha! I freaking love it, Steve." <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah, I'm what? What is that half pint? What's his name? Got his name in the short round. Thing. Short round. Short round. Yeah. Yeah, so racist. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think he's he Korean, so you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, but anything Asian, it's it's being racist. Oh, jeez. Well, he um, was he was an actual Asian person portraying an Asian, so he's all right. He yeah, short round though. Come on, Mizumil um, Bazi. He has a big laughing emoji icon. Well, they didn't call him Chopstick or anything like that. I don't know. What do you and mean? Short round is still racist. It's still. It's, what? I don't yeah, even know what is that. What is a short round? I don't know. I don't want to go into it. Right. Um, if you don't know, then uh, yeah, you got to let don't me know. Consider, let me know when you see me. Yeah, I consider a forty-five ACP a short round. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric Bertram says, "What in the absolute holy hell? Ha! I love it. <laughs> Ian fucking Joe, brilliant. Yes. And then Ian Joe replies, ha ha ha. Thanks. I was hoping I nailed it. LOL." Uh, Susan Hackett said, so great. Love it. I love when your mom posts on our page. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Smith Milk. This is gold, LMAO. Yes. Uh, Sam Larson. Awesome. Uh, Free Forcey Podcast. I post this. So awesome. Can't wait to see what's coming up next. Um, and it's a, you know, Jurassic Park, um, I guess, GIF. Uh, and then Ian Joe says, I'm even curious with what I come up with next. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, three days ago, Aaron Blake posted Helicopters on Mars. So, yes, he uh, posted a, uh, let's see, TeslaRaddy.com, NASA's Mars Helicopters Ready for Launch. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, that should be interesting. I can't wait for that. Cool. All right. What's next here? Uh, website comments. What do we got for website comments? The only thing I see is an email from I see Greg one from, Jr. Yes, from Greg Eagle Jr. With a picture. Mm, you want me to read it? Sure. It's a picture of an ever-ready 9-volt battery. And the subject line says... 
of inspiration power voltage of nine live cats more of saying subject question authority scanner cat scan sand panama ocean don't battery electrical pixies yeah and this is an ancient battery i don't even know if they have the cat on ever yeah anymore. it's a yeah it's an old ever ready that has a it's got a black cat on it jumping an electrified cat jumping through the nine of the yeah that's like way old school it's from like the 80s look at that nine volt it's not square it's like rounded yeah so maybe he found it in the ocean I he said Panama, I think sand. Maybe he had it in his pocket. Ocean. Maybe that's what his vehicle of choice runs on. Just a 9-volt. It's clearly obvious. It probably, he probably picked it up time traveling. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, that, that <laughs> battery looks brand new. Freaking George, it's clearly obvious. <laughs> he picked it up time traveling. <laughs> wow, George. <laughs> Could be right. We don't know what kind of weird stuff they have over there, Area Fifty Two. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's all obvious. It's clearly obvious. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> 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 all right. Do you have anything else? Nope. Huh? Okay. Uh, people of Podbean. Uh, people of Podbean. We had a couple things happen on Podbean. Uh. In reference to episode 235, Old as Shit, Helifun, A-A-A-A, and Steve Wattenberg uh, saw at, is his uh, screen name, they all liked that episode, and Steve went on to like episode 231, Go Bag of Tools, 232, Tuning It Up with Paul Andrioli, and 234, Primetime with Great Eagle Jr. So thanks, Steve. He must have had a, a week of building or something going on. I was just listening to episodes back to back. So thanks, awesome. man. Thanks. Okay. And let me see for popping comments. I don't mm. even. Good luck. Oh, there's a comment. To. Yeah, uh, there's a comment, but you're going to have to give me a second here. You, it's, you can't. Yes, it looks like Vietnamese or. From Thailand, maybe? Oh, uh, now who's racist? That's not racist. I can. I, I don't know, dude. Apparently, everybody is. Yeah. Apparently. Especially Kevin. Especially me. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can look that up actually on our site. Whatever happened of... to I'm not racist, I hate everybody. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? I can't say that anymore either. Oh, on the no. app, it won't let you cut and paste. So I have. I know no that's what I'm trying to look on the website itself for the episode. Let's see if I could get the comments from Damn there. Damn it, Gray Eagle! Damn it, racism! Yeah. Uh, wait. No, it's not on this post. So if I hear somebody say something, and I don't know if it's racist or not, but in order for me to make my judgment, I have to find out what race the person is that actually made the comment. Am I now the racist? Yes. Okay. No. Basically, you say anything you want to as long as you're not a white male. Yes. That's the point. <laughs> oh, man. Or oh, Republicans. Oh, or, listen, Nigel is going to write us another letter and say, listen, 
You guys got to stop it. <laughs> if we don't move on. I can't get this post. I, it's it's like I don't see it on the Podbean site. It's the weirdest thing. I see it on my phone in the Podbean app six days ago. Wait. Oh, wait. What is he replying to, though? I don't think he's replying to anything with that one. I think he's just... How do you look up comments just to our page? I think that's what he did. I think. I don't know. I can't read. It's a... Yeah, it's a different language. It's useless. I don't know. Forget about it. Yeah, let's move on. Um, Maybe he's excited because the government's now, you know, saying that they have found extraterrestrial vehicles and, st- and such. So maybe he's all, you know, excited about it. Possibly. He, he can get out of Area 52 more often now. Nice. That would be a plus. Damn illegal aliens. <laughs> All right. Let's, Before we uh, get completely shut down. Yeah. Let's move on to iTunes reviews. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeezy. Edith, eh? I didn't fire up iTunes. I've only been doing this for like, what, five, six, 17 years? I still can't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still can't do it right. Sorry, George. No, I see nothing new on iTunes. Okay. All right, then. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrcpodcast.show. That show? Yeah, say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, flight Test Forums, Off the Field Audio Video Production, other than Flight Test Podcast, FreeFarc Podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hope hi, David Hill. Well. Yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. Yep. Uh, fellow podcasters, Heliheads Podcast. Heliheads, that's Mike, Kevin, and Tarek. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. Scott. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott's normally on, but he started a new job. So congrats on that new job. Yeah, Scott. congrats. Yeah. Uh, Telerotor Podcast. I heard he's making f- fence posts. Is that correct? Yes. He's a professional at that, so... Nice. Yeah, making the big bucks now. Telerotor is the ever-present Rich, Robert, and Michael Shaggy Parker, and sometimes the other Mike. Yes. Uh, BKRC Podcast. BKRC is the ever-present Bert and Kyle, and sometimes a podcast. I don't know what's going on with those guys. Yeah, I feel like they're they're in a hiatus, or they might be done. Did they make it to episode thirty? I, I, I whatever that know. magic number is, we, I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we, curious. we didn't. I don't know if we found out about if we they did or not. I'll look yeah. it up. But you know, maybe they're working on, uh, you know the the new Kraken. They got to fifty six episodes. Okay, so well, they ah, made it past the hump. Nice. Yeah. 1996. I hope they're not gone because they're the only ones I can remember their names, you know, oddly enough. <laughs> it's the same podcast. <laughs> George, you remember the time I said to Burt Cameron, um, good thing Steve didn't do a podcast with him because then it would have been the BS podcast. Shit. Or what if you did it? Yeah. Oh. Uh. Then it will be the BK podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It, it would be great. Bert would be so damn annoyed. Yeah. He would. If I did it, it could be the BG. The BG podcast, yep. Yeah. That would get a lot of, <laughs> you know, people my age in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. For one listen only. I think there's only one BG left. <laughs> there's only one what? BG what? One BG left. Of the oh. BGs. Oh, yeah. You'd have to get in uh, Gregel's time machine go back to when they were relevant. All right. Uh, RC Roundtable. Uh, that's what fits Terry and Lee. Mm-hmm. RC After Hours. With Andre. High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. The skits, the skits Up Drinking Game. The Skids Up podcast is Paul, oh, yes. Frank, Javier, and I don't think Scott Lower's on it yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, inverted Down Under. That's what Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff. All right. Anyway. With Matt Ruddick. Mm-hmm. Park Flyer podcast. Park Flyers with, like, Mike's and Adam. And another yeah, one day. One day we got to look this up. <laughs> one day I got to look that up. Right. Yeah. All right. Houdini RC Heli podcast. Houdini RC is with um, Richard Houdini and a couple other guys, Brent Gottlieber and Swell Sandy. Somebody else? Uh, Kenny yeah. Sierra and uh, wait, did you already mention Brent? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Richard, Brent, and Kenny. And Brent got back to me and said, I am not the person you are talking about uh-huh. meeting. I and didn't think so. It's I, I think it was another Brent. I got to look now. Next time the guy comes up on Facebook, I'm going to be like, that's the guy. Cause now his it's, name's going to be totally different. Now, yeah, yeah, it'll be, yeah. Knowing, yeah. knowing me. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be totally different. It'll be something, yeah. It'll be something crazy. Like I could remember that. But I know he worked for Amazon. Or he was doing some Amazon work. Or maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just losing it. Wait, was, was this after a night of... Uh, or maybe... No, this is, I think, beverages? when we first got oh. there. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Were you playing the drinking game when you first got there? I'm either losing <laughs> it or I've already lost it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't yeah, know. I think that ship sailed. Yeah. Speaking of a sailing ship, make sure you check out our friend Bill Ann YouTube channel. Yeah, I spoke to Bill the other day. Did you? Yes, he's alive. He's doing well. Via vacuum chamber? or Yes. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Bubble. Cone bubble. of silence? Bubble boy. Bubble boy. Yeah, he has that big bubble around him. The radio signals could get through the lead-cased <laughs> environment he's in. So how's he doing? He's doing good. He's a uh, couple days in the office working from home, and, you know, he's flying. He's flying at that West Jersey club. Solberg, I think. I think it's the name. Uh, I uh, can't wait to. I'm going to go out there this weekend and cough all over him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I want to add a YouTuber on here. Do it. I forgot to mention that I sold my 516. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So check out the RC Element on YouTube. He mostly does cars and trucks. But then mm-hmm. there's the RC Element Heli Edition. Uh, heli Edition's in parentheses. Uh-huh. And it's all about helicopters. 
Oh, check him out. He bought my 516. Got it in the mail today. All right. I've seen this guy with the crawlers and stuff. I've definitely checked yeah. him out. He's got a pretty big YouTube channel, so nice. check him out. Yeah. Nice. I, I like that he has this uh, heli edition. Nice. Scowies, buddies. Cool. M2. Awesome. All right. I guess uh, thanks to our listeners. Yes. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. See you, Bill. Bye, George. Bye. He's like nodding off. George is already, he's already sleeping right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to have to go back to the city. Okay, uh, let's see. What do we have for news and announcements? Uh, we have news. Announcements. <laughs> we have we have news and announcements. We don't have George. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try it again. All right. All right. Let's All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice, right. because my shit is not loading again. And you know what happened to me last week? Last what? week I, I had some other kind of preset on my bi- on my vocals. Oh no! This thing I used, yeah, and it was like almost like this for crying out loud. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I was like, "What, what is, is that shit? shit?" Sound like you're transmitting from the moon? Yeah. Yes. So what'd you do? <laughs> we'll go back to that. So what'd you do this week, Kevin? It was one small step for man, one <laughs> giant step for the 3D printer. So you guys and half the, you know, pay sex Skype sessions in North America. Did he say paid sex Skype? (laughs) I just seen if he was paying attention. I might get what you got, Kevin, though, to be honest, because that mixer I have, it's, what, 12 channels or something? Yeah, it's kind of way too big and... It well, this is good for small, like two channel or something. Yeah, and this is good for exactly what we're doing with it. Just running another yeah. feed in. Get you at yeah, least exactly. Four channel though, because it seems like you always need more than just two. If you want to say if you wanted to do some sound effects, pulled in, or you know. Oh, I do those with my mouth. Cows moving. <laughs> yes. There you go. What is this thing? <laughs> Not want to play fourteen seconds of some song. I mean, the one good thing about Poor the mixer George. I have is it has hardware compression, which would kind of be nice. George is trying thank, to speak, and we're all, we're all like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what just had to. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Like a bunch of whiny-ass women, I'm telling you. I can barely hear <laughs> George. How y'all get anything done? Steve, you have impressed me with the Miata, man. I'm telling you, you have really been putting in some hours on that dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, but wrench every day, basically. Let me tell you something. To be honest with you, I thought somebody will end up hauling that shit off and get it out of your driveway. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. he, he, he kind of said that. He had no faith in you, Steve. No, I know he didn't. But you I knew you would do it because you're 
friggin' spastic ADD. You just get that shit done in six yeah, months. I'm driven, yeah. <laughs> I've seen how you operate. <laughs> yeah. Steve. Steve. Dude, I build kits in a overnight. Shit. Like, I he just, just does it. I, do. I mean, me it may not stuff. work when he's done. But <laughs> just... it, it might fall apart, but hey, it'll go once. <laughs> They're going like hell yeah. once. Goes <laughs> once, and he's like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to sell it. Yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Done. Yeah, if you wanted to blow up one of them um, anatomically correct female pilot he's figures. trying to figure out if he can get the correct feel for 3D printed boobies. Yeah. <clears throat> well, not just the boobies, but the... Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Always goes right to sex. Main topic. What is it going to be? 3D printing. No. <laughs> 3D printing. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Ah, shit. <coughs> this is crazy. One night I'm going to have to do karaoke, dude. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I can belt out some karaoke, man. All right, I'm, I'm recording now. Finally. <clears throat> okay. What's your go-to song? My go-to song? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Probably something I've never heard of. Yeah. <clears throat> no, you've heard of. I can't karaoke. I used to. My Sharona was the good one I used to do when I get really drunk. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, I've got two. I've got two go-tos always for karaoke. Oh, boy. And one is Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. <laughs> I would love to see you second, do that. The second is uh, Two Live Crew, uh, Pop That Coochie. Either version you want. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, my I guess, gosh. I guess the close third would probably be Mix-a-Lot in, uh, with uh, Chief Bootnaka. <laughs> 